this week. Ambush Jareth a third time. <laughs> I have bad news, friends. Oh. Bad news for you. Already? Uh-huh. We're starting oh. out with some bad news because it's not in character. It's not in RP bad news, but I think you will find it to be perfectly bad news nonetheless. I'm going to make a little bit of a change uh, to something we've been doing. And we started it a few months ago. I thought it was pretty neat. It was all right. But in my couple months of testing, I feel like it needs a little bit of adaptation. Start today. You guys no longer all have a session reroll. As a party, you have two session rerolls. Anyone can say they want to pull one of them at any time. But you have two between the five of you. I feel like having one freebie for everybody every session has been a little bit much. Um, so Baylor is not allowed to use any of them. Yeah, I take them, guys. I never do anything. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even want them anymore. But I, I'm doing this, uh, again, we're, we're experimenting. Because uh, the whole session reroll system was a brand new thing in the first place. And I feel like it's just a little much. So I'm scaling it back a wee bit. And the reason is twofold. The first is I... It, it does kind of lend itself to... Immersion breaking a little more than it should, especially because we a lot of times build up to an encounter or something over the course of a session, and near the near the end, everyone's like, "Oh, we've been streaming for three and a half hours." Well, yeah, I'm gonna use my session Nero, which is stupid and dumb, and that will still be a thing, but it'll be much less of a thing. And two, we do a lot of RPing and character interactions and discussions, and we don't actually a lot of times roll too many dice. There's a lot of sessions where we hardly actually even roll any dice. We just sit here and role play. So, one per person per session, I feel like has ended up being entirely too many. And I wanted to say we would have one free session roll for the party per week. But I decided I'm not going to cut it by 80% at once. We'll put it at two. Because you are kind, because right? Because I am a kind I am a generous god. How's that pile of, like, 15 villain points for you? Yeah, I know, right? I do have three of them right now. We keep our hero points, though. Yeah, of course you give me your hero points. Yeah, no, all the hero points the chat gives you through GP. I also want that to be a bigger focus of when you pull out a reroll. Not that yeah, you yeah. basically will always have a session reroll in your pocket. Uh, because the fact that everyone has kind of... Well, not everyone, but in a lot of cases they've just been hoarded because whenever you've needed your roll once a week, you've got your session reroll. So, the good news is that thanks to all four games, we're starting this session by giving Anori a hero point. Well, thank so you. Add to your uh, stash there. Man. I do still have three at the moment. I just want to pull it back a little bit. And we'll see how it is. If it, well, we'll see how it is with the two session rerolls. Uh, now, I also really like this because... Well, obviously, there's five of you, and there's two session rerolls. And anybody, it's not a group discussion. 
If you want to use one of the two weekly session rerolls, just do it. Yeah, that's oh. metagaming if we try and complain you about just, it. You just say, we don't know what's happening. You just say you're going to use one of the session rerolls. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure this is a good team building exercise. You just want us to suffer. That will bring us closer <laughs> together. Squid just wants to watch the world burn. Nurturing our shared communal resources. <sighs> okay. okay. Yeah. Sounds great. Love it. I know. <laughs> no, it's, but, it, 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 that makes sense. I'm down. Yeah, I, I, I do, like, in all seriousness, if anyone, like, absolutely, if you have become wholly addicted to session rerolls, <laughs> feel free to object, and I will tell you to shut up anyway. But uh, I, uh, I object. Well, shut up anyway. I feel like this will be better. This will be a little bit better. This is going to be a good time. Don't worry. And what a great situation. For us to begin our weekly session right with this we, new system in the sewers immediately outside the monastery of the seven forms of sin now when we stopped last time we had just arrived we had one of the few times we've made our way through the sewer without running into or through the undercity rather without running into one of its many unfriendly denizens that prowl through the depths. It's almost and like having a lucky individual at the, the lead makes things go good for you in the at sewers. At this point, you're almost positive there is at least one and probably around 17 different connections to the freaking drow worlds beneath. You know, the, the extra layers of hell underneath Galarian that aren't, I know, legally layers of hell. That's a dimension. Shut up in advance, Baylor. But, uh, where all the general purpose bad things live, there's got to be at least numerous entries in the Undercity with how much stuff you run into. It wouldn't be surprising, but the tunnels do run very deep. As you arrived here, just to quickly give us the scene again, there's a small outlet pipe uh, with nearly still water, stagnant and standing in front of you next to the slowly flowing wash of general sewage running along the southern end of this chamber. According to the maps and documents that you recovered from Jarrett's bedroom, his main stash in Waterhill Manor, this is one of the two entrances into the monastery's inner chambers. Uh, he notes it's defended by someone called Squelch, but you didn't really have any details beyond that. And it leads into an, uh, an old, unused cistern, like so many of these sewer tunnels do. But further out ahead, in the darkness, you also know there is a second entrance that leads into the meditation chambers. Uh, this is noted as being, well, a very silent room used for training and inner thought. Mental training more than physical. Here we are, party. How do you want to proceed? All right, kids. Gather around first. I believe we're about as gathered as we can be on this pretty, walkway. Pretty gathered. <laughs> you're, you're all close together on yeah, a narrow four or five foot walkway on the side of the sewer, uh, sewer pipe. It's only about maybe nine feet across total. It's pretty cramped and unpleasant. Well, something I'd like to do 
in case we end up getting separated or something like before. And I'm going to take the rod I got from the Medusa and pull out a handful of eggshells. This is no time for scrambled eggs. I'm going to ignore that. (laughs) (laughs) And start casting a spell. Alright. And with his some of his newfound magic, Baylor telepathically links the group of you. And I'm gonna make the same caveat that I did with teleport, which is technically the party is eleventh level which would mean that Baylor could only cast this on four targets. But the way it is worded, you plus one willing creature per three levels is the same as teleport. And again, I feel clearly intended to be able to be cast on... Oops, sorry. My mic's in a different place than usual. I'm getting used to it. Clearly intended to be cast on the entire party, or at least be capable of being cast on the entire party. So since we have one more player than typical, I let him get one extra target on uh, spells like that. Just so we're all on the same page here. With that magic, each of you are now able to communicate silently and telepathically, and almost immediately you feel this presence, this jumbled pile of whatever surface thoughts everyone but Baylor, who was ready for this, had had at the time. Whether it be Nell is actually kind of hungry and the weird sulfuric order, uh, odors combined with those eggshells actually kind of make him want breakfast or whatever anybody else is thinking about. Can we hear Ciaran? Uh, Ciaran would not be included, no. Okay. Great, more voices in my head. That's just what I need. How do you feel all the time? This is miserable. Yeah, you, used to it. you can communicate by just <laughs> thinking. So this is nice. strange. We'll get used to it, I'm sure. I'm just humming. Alright, so I'm just going to... <laughs> you do Kahina's internal uh, soundtrack constantly. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to think we should probably avoid the guard. Meditation well, sure, chambers. whatever. Yes. Just Meditation chambers sounds much better, especially now. If they're supposed to be quiet and reflective, we are now quiet. Or as quiet as we can be. You're about as quiet as it's uh, physically possible to be. So you start making your way, I just grabbed the group of you, down this tunnel. Uh, as you move past this opening here, you can see inwards. You can get a glimpse of what's inside. It does just appear to be a pool of definitely more disgusting stagnant water in a cistern that's been abandoned for what has to be at least decades. But you continue onward, waiting, and as you as you get to about here, halfway in the tunnel, at this point, Baylor, with his low-light vision, would be able to see in the distance the entrance to the meditation pools. However, it is also around this time that I would need Nell to make me a perception check. Eighteen. 
with an 18, you fortunately would notice a cement or uh, concrete pressure plate set into the floor here. Uh, you notice it when it moves because you stepped on it. You definitely didn't see it in advance. But as the plate is depressed, uh. whirring gears and churning blades buzz to life in the walls alongside the sewer as a plethora of slashing, stabbing blades slice all throughout the walls of this chamber. And I need everybody to roll me some initiative. Eight. Got it, you got there. Solid. Solid initiative. Mm. Fourteen. Alright, so as the trap begins to churn, what is... Oh, let me just ask this. Does anybody have a flat-footed AC of higher than 22? No. No. Probably not. I didn't think so, not without Nell's full plate, but I, I figured I would ask. As the blades begin to operate, the three of you in the front, Nell, Inori, and Kahina... You each take 23 damage. And as this happens, the machine is still turning. No. Why am I first? Oh, I didn't, because I didn't press sort the table yet, and you rolled first. Dara. <laughs> okay, I am going to... I, uh, I see the things pop out of the walls. I instinctively step back and ready to shoot anything that pops out or is... You know, immediately threatening the Dara. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you step back. You're a good 10, 15 feet back from these blades at this point. They seem to cover a wide stretch of the tunnel in front of Nell, but this giant mechanical death trap stops just in front of Valor. Uh, actually, not positive. I think I would imagine Kahina probably wins the tie between Kahina and Inori. So, yeah, mine's nine. Yeah, Kaina, you are up. I'm positive you're higher than she is. Yeah. You are up next. Okay, so death death trap thing goes all the way to like here to where I am. You are in the back of it, yes. His blades yeah. are coming out of the wall next to you and racing down the sides okay. of the sewer pipe. I'll move on back here with Baylor. Up out of the way. You immediately hop back in the sewage just to, just to get like, away. Nope. Sewage greater than swords in the wall. Sounds mm -hmm. good. Uh, is that all? Um, yeah, for right now, I'm just trying to get out and I'll pull a wand out uh, and ready to cast some healing because apparently we're going to need it straight off. Alrighty. Inori, as you and Nell are trapped much more in the bowels of this whirring machine, it's more difficult for you to extricate yourself. Haina was a little lucky. Baylor was extremely lucky being just outside of it. But you have several feet of constantly churning blades of various length and sizes moving erratically up and down the walls and ceilings of the sewer pipe. So, to move out... You're going to need to make me an acrobatics check to avoid taking further damage as you try to escape this tunnel. 
Are they, are they in the walls, like, top to bottom, full length of body? It's basically filling the entirety of the, like, the, the nine-foot-wide sewer pipe for the area about five, ten feet behind you, right up to right in front of Baylor, where I imagine, I'm sure he is, stepped, is stepping back, and almost as far as your torchlight can see in front of you. So, okay, so, like, moving forward's probably not an option either, if they're all You extended. can try to push through it. Uh, let me see, how far exactly can you see? As far, as far as you can tell, it looks like it's pretty much going to the edge of your, your light cell. Uh, uh, the sound's echoing through this very tight space. You have no idea where it actually ends. Uh, would, since it, it, it target flat-footed, would I be able to, since now it's my turn, uh, throw up a spell shield to help? Yeah, it targeted flat-footed because it basically gets a surprise round on you as it goes off. It's a... They are blades that do not... They're not undodgeable. Uh, so it would it would be targeting your regular AC now. And you could absolutely throw okay. up a shield spell. I will do that. Spell. Throw up a spell shield, and uh, if I have to acrobatics, I guess I will get away from these things if possible. Just out of range, right in front of Baylor, right? Uh, right, like, you have to get to where Baylor is or further. The blades are right in front of him. They hit Kahina, and she was behind you. All right, maybe behind Baylor then. All right, roll me an acrobatics check. All right. <clears throat> that is a 28. There you go. So, with surprising, maybe spurred into action by the pain, surprising vigor and agility, you managed to weave your way out through... Uh, nearly 10 feet of this tunnel of death uh, without much more than a few nicks and grazes on the way out to behind Baylor, taking no further damage. Baylor. Oh, and then I guess... I... Did you actually, like, ready, ready Kahina to heal? Would you heal Anori as she comes out, or did you just mean, like, you had it and you were ready? Uh, yeah. I can heal Anori when she okay. comes out. I kind of... Okay. So, uh, then you would activate the wand. I, I kind of, I wasn't oh. sure. I kind of took that as you were vaguely ready. I didn't even, I didn't actually yeah. consider you meant like literally ready in action to heal Well, I mean, so. either or. <laughs> if somebody gets near enough to me, I'm gonna just boop them. Alright, but, uh, Baylor. I am going to also step down into the sewage. <laughs> Away from the blades of death. Away from the blades of death and giving Nell a little bit more room to get out when he goes for it, and just, you said it's making a lot of noise? It is making a, there's clearly some heavy and diabolic machinery behind and outside this sewer pipe that is working this entire mess. It is fairly loud. And I'm just gonna kind of be looking back and forth between the passage we just walked past and forward down the hall, because... Stuff could be coming from either way at this point. It is echoing down the tunnel. These these are thin stone sewer pipes. They carry sound very well. Before Nell can even react, uh, he is going to be shredded again with uh, exactly the same roll, so that would still hit you with, with another assault from this horde of blades, and Nell's going to take another 25 damage. But 
As he's battered and spun around by these repeated impacts, barely able to gain his uh, footing, just as he does react and ready to move, as quickly as they appeared, the blades are tracked. Leaving the hallway empty and just with the sound ringing down and back in the tunnel. Now. Oh, it double tapped. Clearly in pain. <laughs> not used to not having a metal shell to handle situations like this. I am going to stumble back over and say the bastards invited me here and then left a mine under the doorstep. Was it really an invite when they said show up or die? That's an invitation. You and I have different definitions of invitation, but proceed. <laughs> Each his own. I'm gonna take the wand and start just So you do you do have a few new wands you were to pick up in Yanmas now. You can just give no, I don't know, like and... three moderates. He can plant. Oh, no, he can't. Plant I don't have anything. my boots. Oh, no. He is mm -hmm. bootless. He's a bootless shoeless man. orphan. Shoeless, Aww. no Corianas, no full plate. Aww. Nell's a sad boy right now. <laughs> All right, that's going to be uh, three for you. Yeah, three of them, you'd get back 39 health. Which um. uh, still leave him bloodied and a few cuts but nothing bit serious. injured but mm -hmm. yeah not, not and dying. uh take it anori and i both need one as well so that's five how much do i get you get 13. 13. and again you for, want two? Uh, audience out of combat i don't roll runs with yeah. some care moderate i just assume all the d8s are five so just three for now two for you two for me so that's eight I uh, look down the uh, alleyway here and see what I can see pressure plate wise or trap wise. Well, as you turn and look up into this cistern, you see a fairly hefty ripple come out from inside as if something had gone into or come out of the water in the cistern in response <laughs> to this trap activating. <laughs> Uh, we may have more than one problem. I may, from this angle, also. What? Be, what? But uh, now. We may want to fall back, so that we're not in between the spikes and the squishy thing. Noel's heart's gonna explode in like what, twelve hours or something, right? We have twelve hours. <laughs> Don't it's we have a full day? We have a full day. It's not. This is day two after. Hey, I'm not keeping track of time. All right. I would be keeping track of time. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. my heart is very important to me. What are you guys doing? If I threw some dancing lights down here to illuminate the area a bit more, would I see maybe any more pressure plates or was it just, just the one trap that I could see from here? Well, let me give you a nice little dancing lights and we'll find out. So if you want to go ahead and cast it down this tunnel, it would illuminate a good amount of this. 
uh, going into where you can see a stream of much fresher water uh, near the end of the tunnel has kind of carved its own way just through erosion through some of this softer stone. And make me a perception check. Got it. <clears throat> With my gander, uh, 23. And so... With that, you would not see any more pressure plates now. You can see the one that Nell had stepped on is still depressed into the stone. It does not appear to have risen back up or reset on its own. Hmm. Can I swivel my ready to action crossbow the other direction <laughs> and ready to ready to attack that way? Up, up towards the cistern and the small yes. entrance. Yes. In case Squelch comes investigating. Yes. And how deep is is it next to me? Uh, it's. It looks like it's fairly shallow, stagnant water, like shin deep. Wouldn't even come up yeah. to your knees. Okay. This is I'm a gonna... pool. Inside, you can't really tell, but near you, it's not very deep. Gotcha. It's I'm going to start walking forward. Coming back to where I had previously stepped <laughs> on this. No, healed up. Walks right back to the trap. Straight back to the pressure plate. Uh, no, and yeah, I could I could swear that I saw something around. And I know, I, like I swear. Looks down. I'm going to perception and get a twenty. Uh, with a twenty, you look down, uh, and again you can see the same. I'm thing looking just at the did. area right yeah, in you, my can, you can see the same thing that Nori did. This whole section of the walkway depressed, about half an inch when you stepped on it. Uh, engaging the mechanisms in the wall. And from here, you can also see the difficult, nearly imperceptible array of tiny holes and slits where spears and spikes had emerged and blades had run back and forth. Uh, in the rough stone, in the wet stone of the sewer pipes, it's not exactly smooth or a conformed shape, easily hidden by the rough ridges of the uh, outside of the sewer pipe and it's almost nearly natural facing. It was not carved. It was carved to transport water, not to be pretty and perfect. So it, it's a space. And it's even knowing that there, you can barely see where the blades had come from. You don't see any other signs of any other traps or sections of the walkway that may be dangerous to you, however. All right. So thinking, I'm going to think to everyone else. I think we're fine to continue forward. Let me take the lead. Give me some space just in case. I have other problems, I feel. That we Not if we aware. ignore them. Dara, <coughs> very focused on this corner as you look around, you would see something peeking up around the corner. Okay, You're, now my alarm level went from like one or two, and now it is much are, more than one or two. You are peeping? <laughs> it's also peeping. Uh, <laughs> you definitely both see each other. But whatever this creature is, this strange, scaly beast, has an almost humanoid face and is dripping a dark, green, thick, viscous ooze from every bit of its body that you can see. So I'm gonna, like, whisper 
in my head because I'm not quite sure how this works, and I'll be like, <laughs> Oh my god, there's something <laughs> down there! <laughs> Sorry, get your head in the game. I'm trying to keep an eye on Nell. And I'm gonna drag, just do it, I'd like, take an ori and switch places with her real quick and like shove her head around the corner. <laughs> and are you gonna let him do that, Inori? I guess, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm gonna lean a little bit too from where I'm at. <laughs> As you get forced down the corner, and Baylor kind of pokes his head around the corner. <laughs> Both of you look up and just see a large, empty cistern cavern. Don't see any signs of anything really, it? although the move, the water is moving slightly. Been a there's, little disturbed. There's nothing over here. What's what are you getting all worried? The for? creepy thing. There's nothing over there, Dar. We've read the uh, things. It must be this squelch thing. We'll slowly cross over to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Should we speak with it? I mean, technically, Nell's right. We were invited. There's nothing there. When has Dara's keen eyes ever been wrong? Right? 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 When Thank I'm you. looking and I don't see anything. Yes, well, you're something behind. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm I'll gonna... trust the archer on this one. Thanks. I'm gonna focus on now. You'll get back here. And now is slowly inching Nell? his way down the tunnel <laughs> and right you there. You see, this is why you gotta keep your eye on him. Right there. Oh, again, no. a section of the floor <laughs> depresses Nell. down a half inch as he also Just steps on the pressure plate Can at the I other end of that? the murder tunnel. And all of you would hear this in the, in the actual near silence of the tunnel as it sets. Can I, all right, if that is, can I react to that for him? Like, do something as a reaction. What to, do you, well, what do you want to do? What is your immediate reaction? To throw up a reflexive barrier on Nell. Roll me a reflexive. Okay. Actually, just roll me an initiative check, I guess, because it would be categorically initiative. And, uh... 26. Oh, uh, the 26 initiative? Yeah, I will let you absolutely do that. And as you see this slide down, Noel looks down at his feet and the ground sinks. You immediately throw up a magical barrier around Noel. Plus 5 AC. Force, force shield right in front of him. Around him. And... Nothing happens. See, it's fine. And the shield fades. Ta -da! I hate wasting my magic! <laughs> <sighs> Alright, so. Are we gonna keep talking about the thing in the goo, or are we gonna go? Well, I don't want to go down that way to see what you've set off. So you quickly spell recall back this reflection barrier. All right. So upon realizing I'm not very good at seeing these things, I'm going to look really closely. <laughs> 33. <laughs> that's, that's he did better. it. That's He's better. all right. After he starts having... crawling along the ground. He's just crawling. <laughs> he pulls out his walking cane and starts testing the ground in front of him. After having set out two consecutive pressure plates in the same hallway. The Nell... second one, we were actively telling him to stop walking down. <laughs> Nell stops again and really 
really inspects the footing. And with the 33, you can see that again, this plate you stepped on as you pull your foot back does not appear to reset. And you don't see any other plates <laughs> set into the floor. Alright, so crawling forward, just kind of looking carefully, ignoring the lights dancing above my head. I can make them follow right above his head as he crawls if I need to. You can, <laughs> so can yeah, see. you can, you can command them so you can keep them with him. A, I'm, I'm like crawling area. using one arm and I also just told you to get turn. back here. <laughs> He's he clearly ignoring you. <laughs> yeah. He's doing nothing. I mean, had I known he was going to keep going, I just wouldn't have healed him. We have to go. Um, there's something behind us. Is it attacking us? Maybe it might be when it comes, it, Pinter attacks us from whatever else is forward. I still was invited. I'm going to ignore the guard and go talk to a monk and tell them that I'm supposed to be here because they know this. Do but they? If they, don't, if they don't know this, that's sheer incompetence by the leader. <laughs> you just activated a trap. Clearly, this almost, isn't an open you invitation. You to a trap immediately. Yeah, this, this way is not the open invitation way. Talking to the guard is the open invitation way. Well, then talk to it. You're the uh, one who was invited! I will come back and <laughs> crawling to the thing. So I'm going to come all the way back over here. going to scoot by everybody who's worried about the thing, and I'm going to come over here, and I'm going to yell over, oh, no. Hey, Squelch, I was invited by... What is her name? I don't think you know. No, we have it from the papers. Do you? Oh, don't we? I don't know, man. Do we Do not have her name? I don't think you have any names. You have the names of the Night Hags. I don't think That's you what have we had. Any names... From the seven forms of sin monks. All right. Well, then like, I will. I've been invited by. Uh, yeah. I was uh, invited by your leader. With the skull in her head. <laughs> Wait, that sounds dumb. It's like I know what that sounds like, but it's like a little skull on the outside of her head. <laughs> and you would see all of you as Nell standing, one more ankle deep in this water. Ripples come out again and hear a almost bubbling voice from inside. Is this so? Well, I figured y'all best step inside. <laughs> now, Squelch, we're not stupid. We're not coming in there. Okay, it's leave my pool for assorted biological reasons. But if you're here to see the lady, she's inside. You can't get in without coming through, so why not just skip the games? Alright, fantastic. He told us he can't leave the pool. Let's go. And do you believe that? Nope, but I'm happy to leave him there if he wants to be there. I'm more concerned why Dara didn't tell us there was something behind us the whole time. Jeez. 
And of course, we're thinking we're thinking this. We're not saying this. I obviously assume at this point all communication is through the telepathic yeah. bond veil or through the trouble of casting it. Just I'm just right. for the sake of reiterating, reiterating. So I'm just going to And you'd hear the voice again. Look! Well got jobs to be doing with our afternoons, so Come inside, I'll see you through, and if you got business to talk, let's talk it. Sense motive? Yeah, that's yeah. sense motive. You could get sense motive. Okay, I will do that then. Show I yourself think. first. <laughs> what you we're see? all gonna roll a sense motive. I rolled a one, uh, I believe him. Sense, sense. <laughs> <laughs> you got one and you have no modifier. Like, yeah, wow. well, he actually seems pretty nice. Uh, Maybe I was wrong. He's what, a, what a nice gentleman he seems to be. It's that southern draw. You get the sense that he may not be quite as friendly as he's letting on, Inori. But, but the same with Baylor. But you're unsure if you've just, you know, been racist towards whatever kind of thing he happens to be. <laughs> I, I asked him to show himself. Baylor is said to show himself, and so out of the middle of I got this a 30. pool here in front of you, okay. he arises. A serpentine gooey, scaly monstrosity with a near-human face instead of the rest of his body looking almost like a real smooth snake. He rises up out of this, the, the stuff dripping off of him clearly isn't the same as the, the sewer water that he's living in. It's much thicker, like I said, viscous. And he looks up with a face almost of an old man. Bushy white eyebrows and a bald, flesh-colored head with an assortment of liver spots and grins with two big snake fangs hanging out oh. over another's otherwise human visage. I'm Here. just gonna think at Baylor. Rakshasa? Highly now, doubtful. I don't recognize none of you lot, but Mistress has an assortment of dealings of various types. What is it you're here for exactly? Well, she rescued me from Jareth, took me to the Pillar of Abadar, told me how to get out, and then told me my heart would explode in three days if I didn't come here to see her. Oh, you're that <laughs> stout fella name was Stalwart that was it my apologies Stalwart well Mr. Stalwart and your friends come on inside the mistress has been waiting he uh slides back a little bit into the pool do I know what this thing is uh go ahead and make me a knowledge dungeoneering I'll see if you can. You get a real good look at it here, so. Got a moment to think. 32. It's not even that rare of a creature, actually, and it makes sense you'd get an 18 on the die here, because this is a. 
definitely one of the stronger, but certainly a fairly common problem in a lot of civilizations and a lot of major cities that these slime naga like take up residence in sewers and whatnot underground. Places moist, places with easy access to a lot of, well, things you would find in a sewer. General muck and filth. And with a 32, you can have three questions about him. So you said Slime Naga. I did say Slime Naga. <laughs> Assume that's more Naga than Slime. It's not like an ooze. It is, or is an, it? it is an aberration. It is much more Naga than Slime. Uh, it is a variant of a Naga. But their defining feature is that they do have a very strong affinity, almost a kinship, with oozes. And supposedly, they have the ability to exert power over usually mindless oozes. But they are Naga, biologically. It's a thing you can go hit with a sword and do stuff too. Do sword things too. Resistances. You want to go ahead and guess? Pick an energy type that you think he's resistant to. <laughs> no worries, favorites would be my guess, but not me. I wasn't being sarcastic. If you were to pick an energy type that you thought a slime dog was going to resist, what would you guess? Cold, maybe, would be my first one. Really? Yeah. They resisted resist to acid. Oh, yeah. Did you forget acid existed? Or like, <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, mean, I feel like I thought that was pretty strange. Like, well, I, 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 well, I love like, that I, we I, forget I, that, acid, I, that acid exists, and yet it's one of his favorite things to throw, and we have Dara. It's been like his entire I'm, childhood is flinging acid in people's faces. I, 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 I'm thinking very water right now. That's fair. Is, is are, what's in my head. They are quite resistant to acid. But they're not even particularly resistant to acid. They're just a, some amount of resistance. It's less effective. Otherwise, no real particular resistances. They're, uh... You can't trip them. <laughs> he doesn't have any legs. Exactly. Get one more. Uh... Special abilities other than controlling slimes? Um... Well, as most Naga, Squelch may be more intelligent than he appears, and you would just, I'll give you this one as a freebie, all Naga are fairly competent spellcasters, but Slime Naga in particular can fling a glob of that goo that he's covered in, and it's basically a super strong Tanglefoot bag. Uh, it'll cover you and glue you to the ground and make it almost impossible to move. Once it leaves his body, it hardens near instantly. Well, I don't believe this is the way we should be going. Alright, so you agree with me now. I still believe he may come up behind us as we sound. go forward. Well, you done came all this way. 
Don't let my pretty face deter you from speaking with the mistress. I'm just gonna walk away. We're actually gonna try the other door. Don't mind us. Thanks a lot, though, handsome. We appreciate it. Choice is yours, I suppose. I ain't gonna be one to tell you how to make your own decisions. Y'all have a good day now. Over there in the pools of tranquility. And you hear a... Flash as he sinks back into his pool. Alright, so as I start walking back, are the plates still pushed down? They do appear to be, yes. They're still okay. pushed down to the ground. I'm just going to go on ahead and walk back over to the dancing lights then. Is everyone following now? Yeah. Uh, I, may, I may go back to the back of the party. But you all, in whatever order, <laughs> yeah. make your way over towards this uh, western end of the pipe. This other entrance, but there's not a slam naga. Mm-hmm. This now begins to peek around the corner. You can see much of what was described here. Uh, much cleaner water. Uh, almost a mirrored blue. Standing nearly still in a pool and just running down an eroded path over some roughly hewn steps leading up a couple feet into a chamber up above the sewer pipe. I'm still going to be standing at the ready with my crossbow aimed behind us, just in case. Just pointing right over Valor and Kano behind you. Yeah, well, I might move to the back, actually. I might, I might. Well, I don't know. The middle is actually... I, I, maybe I'll stay here and just point around them. That's actually a great idea. Thanks. <laughs> Leave me for the snake again. I've That's already been eating enough. my wine. This one's an intelligence thing, though. It's different. And as Noel begins to uh, send a step to you can see... Sturdy pillars inside this chamber, which is surprisingly large. Uh, a solid 40 feet towards the back wall. The very back of what you can make out uh, with your lamp light on your belt. These pillars supporting a another rough but well-hewn arched ceiling 20 feet up above the surface of the water. And as you come in here, the sounds the sewer all but fade away they don't carry up into this tunnel very much at all and this room becomes very oddly quiet very quickly you can just make out a door at the opposite end of the room on the northern side across from you well, i suppose i'm gonna since there's talk of slimes and nagas going to Crouch down and kind of inspect the water for potential slimes and or nagas. <laughs> That's generally a good idea. You don't want to mess with any assorted slimes and or nagas. No one wants any of that business. Go ahead and uh, give me a perception check. 24. And with a 24, you do not see any signs of any slimes and or nagas. Now, this pool does seem to be much more shallow. Uh, just coming up over uh, the, ball, uh, the balls of your feet, up to about the middle of your ankles, maybe two inches deep. Also much cooler than the fairly warm sewer has been underground, confined and stuffy. 
I'm gonna go on ahead and start wading in, I suppose. I don't know if that really counts as wading. It's like it's a puddle. towing. Towing. Towing into the water. And is everyone uh following along except I assume Dara's gonna sit in the back Daraing yes. for the time being. Yes. So as everyone uh moves into the room here, you can see a bit more of it. Uh, it bends around to the east, around the corner, with a full set of these four supporting pillars, and you can see a really rough-hewn, just door shape, almost a little passageway into a back room, where you can just make out some beds and uh, small odds and ends personal effects. Well, I suppose I'm gonna start walking towards the door on the other end of the pool. I whispered to Noi, is there anything magical in here that I should be worried about? Idea. I'm a wave of detect magic around. Sorry, doesn't like. Sorry, doesn't want to get surprise magic. And yeah, it's not a bad idea. With a quick casting, you bring up a detect magic. And as you swing it around the room, you detect dozens of minor and moderate auras from a variety of schools, uh, mostly abjuration and transmutation, but numerous uh, near the top of your uh, the cone of your, your magic. And as you turn up, towards the ceiling the attack yeah. I need everybody to roll me 22 monks wearing gear maybe taping themselves to the ceiling for just this exact moment these fools they can't do monk stuff and stay on the ceiling come on you saw Darius. Darius could literally teleport everywhere all the time. Darius was the beast. Everybody? Cool. Put this table over yonder. Let's just make it real big. And... First off... In the far corner of the room Ooh. one of the bugmen reveals himself perched up with his insectile legs hanging against the far corner of the ceiling in the darkness just barely at the fringes of what your light spells and lanterns illuminate and as he appears or you do spit Oh, he is actually going to... In... Are these not local? Are they what? They are not Knowledge. local, yes. They are the more of the werebugs from before. Over to here, uh, with a set of disgusting, clear insectoid wings emerging from his back, fly along the ceiling before he sees, well, everybody kind of down below him. As he notices... He spits a blast of strange, viscous green liquid directly at Nell. Now make me 
a reflex save. Eleven. Make me a fortitude save. Twenty-three. Uh, so you, as you look up, are unable to avoid this as the bug flies in to attack. But just taking the whole of this blast, you feel it start to itch and burn a bit. But armor or no armor, you are Nell Stalwart, really friggin' strong fighter. I've had ales burn worse than this. <laughs> Probably have, honestly. <laughs> and you are, well, bothered, but that's about as far as it goes. And that brings us to Nell. You know, you're on deck. So, <clears throat> 28. What exactly are werebugs? Uh, wait one second here. What is this one specifically? Oh, they're all broken. Weird. Okay, my stream deck is weird <laughs> stuff, so I can't use my little combat pains unless you want 20 copies of my face for reasons. So, uh, these werebugs are the 28s. Uh, they are lycanthropes. They are just like were anything more or less they were infected by at some point i suppose an alpha bug that has turned them into half bug half human hybrids and uh, i will just give you the long and short of what the obvious and what baylor already asked about them because it's not a ton you know that generally these uh like all lycanthropes are weak to silver weapons and your non-magical sword is gonna have a pretty difficult time with them additionally these look like beyond their lycanthrope form the way they move, uh, and the way this one moves and act, is very similar to the ones you saw before under Waterhill Manor. And they are very, very well-trained fighters as well. Very quick, very dexterous, and very skilled with the dagger they hold in the little clawed pincer. Alright. Uh, any particular questions I can ask? I mean, very went over it when Baylor did him and there's really uh, like this was the same assassin bug this is the same thing yeah from underneath Potter Hill Manor okay never mind then alright so I'm just gonna look up at it call it a disgusting thing you heard to come down here so I can squish it dang well, 42 he has he spit on you you didn't care you told him he's gross and are you going Get for asked. the fear or the panic? Panic. panic. The DC is 21. Yes. Uh, well, while he is shaken fundamentally forever, <laughs> you do feel like with his half almost base insect brain, he's almost not even intelligent enough to be scared off by a threat like that. And then I'm going to... How high up is he? Uh, 20 feet. Well, I guess he'd be 15 feet above you, because he's up at the ceiling. It's a 20-foot chamber. I will perception check to look around for more of them. Uh, sure, give me a perception check. 18, because the 18. dice hates me. Yeah, 18 is... You, you got this dude's... <laughs> I guess four on the die. This dude's weird spit is in your eyes and in your helmet, and this helmet's not your helmet, and you're not used to it, and you're trying to clear it out and look around, and I mean, really, the, the torchlight you have doesn't do a great job of illuminating a lot of this room. The ceiling is high enough that it's even up in the dimness, and you look around, you don't see anything else. And then, uh... So I'll just you could five, five foot step, step yeah. kind of away from him, back towards everyone else, and yeah. that's it. Back towards the pillar and call it a day. Kahina. Alright. And Nori, you're on deck. 
Alright, so first thing I'm going to do is uh, to f five foot step back out of this mess. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh! No, I'll pass. No. Thank you, though. I remember those from down there. We're not going to do that again. Um, and uh, start up my performance about nasty, ugly, awful bugmen and how Why they need to be Why are we so pushed. mean to the bugmen? I mean, they're gross and I'm not going to have it. He and, spit on me. So he did now, spit on Nail. Pretty nasty. He did. He did spit on Nail. So now everybody has a nice plus three, plus three, because we are now level oh, 11. Oh, yeah, level 11. You're nice. Level scared. 11, plus three, plus three. Now. And, and, yes. And then yes. I, and the other <laughs> thing, the other thing where um, you also do... Um, D6 sonic, sonic damage. damage on your melee attacks, yep. Or range yep. attacks if the target's within 30 feet of Kahina. Ta-da! Because uh, she's so... not really sure exactly how that works. Sings into your weapon? Question the voice mark? is resonating with the metal. Yeah, my sure. voice resonates with the metal. Let's go with that. Yeah. Level right. 11 bard. Level yeah, 11 bard. bard. Which, which it makes me wonder, do, do I have to bard out loud? We're all You're te telepathically, telepathically bonded. Linked. I mean, you don't have to bard out loud bard? if you don't want to bard out loud. You just bard to them. Sounds okay, like so, a plan. So through your That's telepathic uh, connection, you bard quietly. And uh, there is little but the splashing of the uh, footfalls of Nell as he tries to move around and, well, get some amount of, of out of this thing's way. And is that it? Uh, yeah, that's all I've got right now. Alrighty, so before Honori goes, almost as if he could sense that you were saying mean things about him ah, in your mind to someone else. But I beat else. him in initiative, and I can't be flat-footed. Uh, yeah, you are not flat-footed. Uh, you did not see him. You can't do it. You can't do your... Yeah, you can't intimidate someone. Of, you it's at the initiative okay. roll. But you are not flat-footed. Because they can't catch you flat-footed anymore. But he is going to spring down from his position up in the corner and lash out with his dagger. What is your AC? My AC is 19. As he connects with his quick diving stroke... You're going to take five damage. It's not a very powerful attack, to be certain. But he drives it home with precision. And I need you to make me a fortitude save. So that is an 18. And with an 18, as you feel him strike, it knocks you off balance for a bit, and you see... Almost, you see your vision fade and flash back in as a blinding pain rockets through you, much more severe than what this wound would imply. But you hold fast and you stay conscious and you don't immediately go down. Always oh, good. Inori, there you're on deck. Okay, so I was focusing on the one in the ceiling. And then out of the corner of my eye, I hear this one attacking Kahina. So I'm going to change my focus to him. Draw a circle in the air to cast shield on myself. Uh, did that roll? 
Okay. Well, and I mean, then it's uh, a shield. You don't need to do, like yeah, roll it. I don't know. It's, I just like wait, to throw shield does. And uh, I'm going to move five foot closer towards him, and I'm going to attack this beast with a strike. And as I do, Siarn, as a my free action is going to enhance himself in billowing black smoke. Well, it begins to seep out of the blade. Um, quick question. What does it mean you can't be caught flat-footed, Kahina? Because do you think your wet ability means you can't be caught flat-footed? Because it specifically says you are still flat-footed normally. Or oh, do you have something else that makes you flat-footed? No. Oh, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. Yeah, it it actually, mean, I can't be surprised. Yeah, it does actually specifically Sorry. call out that you are still flat-footed. Well, my flat-footed, I mean, my flat-footed is 18. Well, the, the AC doesn't matter, but you take 16 more damage from sneak attack. Okay, that's fine. Okay, I can do just, that. Just, uh, just checking. All right, All right so uh, go fine. ahead, Inori. I was like, that doesn't seem right to me. <laughs> so I looked. Sorry, <laughs> that's my bad. You're good. And uh, all that, as, as the swing is happening, the black smoke, ice and lightning begin to course up the blade, and we swing. All right, and he is on the ground. So he's just kind of there. That is a 28 to hit. And uh, with a 28 with his focus on bearing down on Kahina, you connect fairly easily, bringing CR in and down. All right. Single-minded focus he had on launching that attack. Uh, this is CR and damage here, uh, 18. Okay. Uh, elements, lightning, and ice. Any immunities to that? Uh, he does not, no. And I'm Kay. sure your sword counts as silver at this point, so I'm not even going to bother. Yeah, he obviously doesn't get that. Yeah, it cuts lightning, through. Lightning, ice, and sonic. And sonic. And so I get another so D6 another, from sonic, too, from Guinness' performance now. Another D6. You end up with all of the elements that Seven, there are. Seven, and then four. All right. And, Plus uh, as three. You, as you begin to land these hits, or land this first hit even, and see this rack through him again, he doesn't seem very sturdy. Uh, just like the one underwater hill manor, they're fragile little quick bugs. <laughs> he does not nice. take that hit well. And doesn't look like he could take another one of those. That's you? Full round spell combat. I did a, a second attack. Oh my god. You're yeah, right, you swung once. Like, you five foot step <laughs> and attack once. I'm so used once. to not. I'm so used to not getting the second one. I was like, so. that can't possibly be here. You five foot stuffed up and swung. I don't know. Like, you know, some weird stuff if you can only swing one time <laughs> right now. It's been a week. Or he took Vital Strike at 11. <laughs> the worst. And she's not Vital Strike in general today. 20. Actually, it'd be 23. Uh, 23 will still connect. Okay. He's pretty focused on driving that knife into Kena and a little just surprised <laughs> she didn't go down. This isn't how it All usually right. goes for him. 21 black blade damage. Okay. 3d6 elements come in. Uh, nine more elemental damage. And with that, you and two quick strikes bring that assassin bug down. Like, and then spin around to focus the other guy. Like he's literally nothing. Dara and Baylor, you're on deck. Okay, so I uh, am fairly trigger happy at the moment because I'm on high alert um, and yeah. so as soon as the one starts going for Nell, Nell st uh, steps back and I just fire as many as I can, which is more now 
I fire as many as I can. Four now. Uh, and I'm going to use AC, my new AC ignore on my third shot. Your signature deed. All right, so your third shot is going to ignore his China side. He's your first two to kind of... Oh, boy. Oh, no. What's your crit uh, number today? We should really your crit number crit for the number. day, because if it's 15, that's three critical crits. <laughs> no, it's eight. That's eight. Okay. Okay. So that was a 35, 39, 30, Oh, last one was a nine. And... Yeah, I looked at that, too. Uh, so... The last one ignores... He used the first two to kind of dial it in. The last one ignores his armor. They are actually wearing a studded leather armor. Fitted for their strange bodies and their bodies, too many yeah. arms. Cool and... Roll to confirm that critical. <laughs> you can just twice. literally hit the macro again and we'll just use the second one. Uh, but I get to roll twice, yeah. You get to roll twice if, it, if you don't confirm on the first one. Okay. Oh my god. You confirmed on the first one. So <laughs> and the you, second one, probably. You hit him, then you crit him, and then with that hole, land the third one. <laughs> if you, if you want to roll damage, go ahead. <laughs> I'm positive you killed him, but go ahead and roll a whole bunch of D8s. Okay. Ah, this is gonna this way. Just look at all. Oh no! Minus oh 20, no! Minus 20. Oh, well. Minus 13. I really minus It evens out. out. 13. What? Minus 16. <laughs> He's and dead! Minus 13. What's his negative at? Uh, he's at negative 34, so... And he, she still has how many bolts went into him? Uh, she hit, that was all of it, I think, because it should be that six damage rolls. Yeah, but how many hit? How many three. hit? So roll two more d6s. Two more d6s. Oh yeah, three more, three damage. <laughs> three more three sonic damage. Three d6s of sonic damage. I rolled the first one, which is a six. There's six more, this is negative 38. <laughs> he's at negative oh. 40. Oh. And he's at negative 44. All right, cool. He is super dead. And he you, got gibbed. Dude, I was he very got, trigger happy. I'm like destroyed. super alarmed right now. Like, as, as he flies in and spits, you track him on the way in and land one, two, three bolts into him, literally shooting wings and legs off of him as he, as he slams into the other wall of the chamber and just bursts. Uh, just bursts into a shower of chitinous armor and body parts. Yeah. He has an exoskeleton now, and that didn't work out too well for him. Now he just doesn't have a skeleton. <laughs> he is across the wall. All right. Uh, so is that it for you? Ah, uh, yes, that's it. I, I am still listening a lot for behind us, just in case I hear like sloshing going about. Any you know squelching adventures? Yes. Right. One, and two more, of the creatures emerge. Uh, from their hiding places up along the walls, one to the far northern end, and one to the far east. And the one above immediately dives down at Nell with fury as he dips behind the pillar. I will five-foot step back. And he dives down here at Nell. As Just he dips keeping it so he can't charge me because there's obstacles in the way. He still charged you, but that's okay. Can he? Uh, well, he completed a charge, and I'm not going to let you unmake him charge when he's already charging. We've talked about how you can't warhammer things well, like no, this. Well, no, he can still get to me, but I'm just trying to prevent a charge. He has already charged. It has already happened. He is just charging, and then he moves with you. Like, that's a... You can't... You cannot... 
cancel a thing he's already done with your immediate action. So he ends up in a different square, but he has already charged. Okay. So uh, what is your AC? Uh, should just be 21. You are now kind of sad stalwart right now. And you will feel that as he dives in and connects with his dagger. And as you step back, he still manages to drive it home for 19 damage. And again, striking up under your much less protected side, much less protected than usual. Make me a fortitude save. Fortitude. 26. Yeah, that's, that's a 17 on the die. I'm, I'm positive that you hold off against his, uh, his focused death attack. Now the other one is going to jump off of the wall and fly down to the middle of the room, about 10 feet or so in the air, and spit. And as he does, he will just spit his strange chemical down across Nell and Inori as he flies into the center of the room. So a reflex save and a reflex 26. Save. Nell avoids it. He's seen this one already. He's not falling for it again. <laughs> it's super gross. He's still trying to get the last out of his helmet. 23. And uh, Inori just manages to dip out of the way. Well, you, you, you see Nell start dodging almost before he's even spit because he's coming in exactly the same way as the last <laughs> one did. And you just take his lead and duck out of the way as well. And he Ooh. lands nothing for his troubles. Baylor. You're up and now you're on deck. So the one that spit is still in the air, correct? Yeah, he's about in the middle of the chamber, maybe 10 feet off the ground. You know what works just as well against Titan as it does against regular bone? Is it bone shatter? It is bone shatter. <sighs> this right, poor so bug. This poor freaking bug. Flies Pull in the out room. the little bone. Fits. Misses everybody. And then Baylor explodes his bones. Alright, so he has noise. to make his exo bones. His exo bones. He has an exoskeleton too. Well, at least he made the forts. Oh. Is he shaking? No, he's not shaking. You just shook the one guy. Yeah, right. I couldn't okay. see the rest. He's actually okay, so he makes the save. So he takes so it's half. only fifteen damage. Only fifteen damage. And only fatigued. And only fatigued. But he's suddenly very tired and cracks erupt. Across his exoskeleton. Yeah. I'm I'm tempted to give you I'll give you the half again on these. They are in their bug form. They are vastly majoritively chitin. I will definitely give you the half again. So he takes it off right. seven another seven Got from you. that. And I, I can't logically say he doesn't. And it's well fairly effective. And you see him reel back immediately, kind of almost held in place as he looks like he's being crushed and cracked by something. And I'm just gonna back up a little bit and break line of sight with that one. He <laughs> 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 you go. See ya. He back back towards the sewer tunnel and he can't see you anymore. Another of the creatures springs down from the ceiling. This one rocketing down towards Inori. What is your AC? Plus two. What is your AC plus two? 28. Oh, you're, I was trying to figure out how you did that at Coriolis, but it's obligation is what it is. Yeah, plus and three as, is with or with Coriolis. And as he lunges down and uh, Nell backing away, and both of you avoiding this, this spit together, 
he uh, intervenes a bit and a flick of a dagger right past your chest as you turn, almost dodging the spit and the swing at the same time. I almost tripped dodging out of the way, bumped into you, and I... <laughs> it pushed me out of the way of the knife. <laughs> now, a Canadian yard deck. This is the whole initiative table now, so we're good. All right, so out loud to Anori, I'm going to say we're surrounded by these ugly things again. Why are you so mean to the bugbands? And I'm going to dazzling display the room. 29 to all three of them. Okay, hold on as I do math. Beat their DC by 15 or more? It does not, but they are all shaken. I'll plus for it. Okay, well. I mean, you, you kind of gathered on the first one that they're, they're kind of dumb and insectoid from this infection, and it's, your fear is not terribly effective on them. Do you want to use that? Well, I mean, it's my persona thing. It's not super important. Okay, right, fair enough. Uh, then I will make three saves. As you I, use... I get one Intimidate check to just plus four whenever, so... That's... Wow. I rolled three threes. Okay, all three of them immediately drop their daggers. And, uh, in a blind panic, turn away from the party. I rolled three, oh, three, oh, three. <laughs> wow. Okay. Hey, you know, they're mostly, like, they don't really care about this. So do you really want to do it? Yeah, that uh, works I mean, out pretty well. They're probably more hey. afraid of their friend who just exploded, <laughs> flew across the room and literally exploded. Um, Apparently but, not. You know, with that, you step up, take credit. They are horrified and attempting to their best little insect <laughs> instincts to get away from you guys. Well, from you specifically. That's it? Uh, Kahina, then. <laughs> oh, this um, guy's not on the initiative table. That dude's part. Well, then, um, Anoria, I still then. very much have a wand out, so I'm just gonna, like, heal myself. He's <laughs> just like, well, this is clearly handled. Yeah. And yeah. just 2d8 plus 3 from the Kiramata Wounds one. Mm. Don't even dry your glaive anymore. It's just there to hold a banner. It's just a flag. Yeah, post. pretty much. Two D plus eight. <laughs> yep, I did that. I'm curious what they tried to do that ended up in a two. Because <laughs> there's a D. plus eight D. on the end, so two D was clearly three. negative six. Roll twenty is a mysterious. Roll twenty is a mysterious beast. <laughs> you heal for nine. I have no idea what it thought 2D was that it, it, it was negative six, but math. Uh, anything else other than are you continuing your performance or are you even bothering? Yeah, I'm just, I mean, okay. I might as well. Okay. Because I didn't, I, you, yeah. Inori and Dariyurundek. I have performance forever. Even if I stopped it, it would be fine. It still lasts it's for true. two you rounds. It's true, you have lingering performance. I'm you lingering performance, stop. so I stop and it still lasts for two rounds. <laughs> Okay, time for a duel with this beast. Some spell combat. He's so, already trying to run away from you. You haven't even started hitting from hitting him, and he's already fleeing. Oh well, that's that's no fun. We we just started a proper duel here, <laughs> sir. My first attack is a sir, thirty-two to hit. Uh, thirty-two will absolutely connect. Okay. Uh, nineteen black blade damage. Okay, and then 3d6. 
Cold, electricity, and sonic. That's right. Ooh, 13 more elements. Okay. All right. And coming back through on this second swing. That is you, an 18 to hit. Or 31. No, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Well, I only have two. I just saw the 18 on the day. What was, what was the three I used? Well, I'm thinking. Uh, ice lightning. Cold, ice lightning, and plus one, probably, I'm guessing. I don't know. No, I didn't. It probably was keen, but I didn't say it, so that's fine. Uh, I mean, if you want to throw the credit confirm in there, go for it. I feel like I'm not going to be a super stickler about whether or not your <laughs> weapon is keen at this exact moment in time. All right. I'll throw it. Uh, that's a 15. Now 15, 15 doesn't confirm. Okay. The that's dice fair. don't thank you, study Rakeen. Apparently not. I didn't say it, but yeah. All right, so... so damage and then 3 Uh, 17 Black Blade. Maybe 6. More elements. 8 more elemental damage. And with that, that one falls as well. And I still got my spell. Oh. You can 5 foot step. You can five foot step mid full attack and continue. And still do my spell? Yeah. Awesome. It's, it's the spell's part of your full attack. You can five foot step right up next to the next one in front of Nell and just play it into him. Uh, is this guy in the air or is he? He is 10 feet in the air, but uh, where you're at, since you're right next to that guy, you can angle it up and hit them both if it's a line or a cone. It is absolutely is a line. Okay. And you can hit them both. <clears throat> Did, would he not have to make a fly check to see if he stayed in the air? where I hit him. I'm not particularly bothered with that right now, but maybe. Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> um, I, I feel like that's a thing. Well, let's go ahead and roll it. He made it. It's just DC 20. I'm pretty sure it's just a flat check. All right. Okay, so get right up in this guy's face. I hold the sword up like this. It starts to crackle orange, and I cast a spell that you've probably seen once or twice. Have I? I turn into a lightning bolt and fly through everybody. Oh, okay. So we're just going to turn into a lightning bolt and shoot through... Right through both of them like that, if I could. Everyone. That's going to end you... The only thing there is that's going to end you about 15 feet in the air. That's all right. You're next to a pillar if you want to make a cool acrobatics check. I will try <laughs> to grab the pillar and look cool or... DC 15, <laughs> do it. Okay, 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 okay. He believes. You got this. You shoot through as a lightning bolt, and as you rematerialize, oh! with a nat 20, <laughs> nat I was going to say you grab the pillar and slide down, but with a nat 20, you're just hanging there like a pirate, sword in one hand, <laughs> other hand hanging off of that pillar. Spinning a, around it. Spinning around for another freaking attack. Like, oh, right, man. And with a, Let me get two reflex saves on these guys for the lightning bolt. Uh, both of them do make it, so they take... 10 damage each, and you are now up in the air adjacent to the one who is flying in a panic. Oh, I didn't mean to take the wing off of him. I mean to give, also give you the wing. All right, Dara and Pelo, you're on deck because they're just going to be running away. So, uh, Inori's basically aiming where I'm going to be kind of firing along her like kind of where my eyes had, when you close your eyes and you can still see the line because it was so I bright. was your tracer line around. Yeah, he's my tracer line. I'm going to kind of follow her line and start shooting up the line 
through the uh, insects, um, but I also have to. I'm going to five foot step forward. You can also only see like. Well, oh, that's why I'm following. Him. Oh, her okay. Line. You can see about yeah. that. So you step around the corner to uh, to come into the room a little more, so you can see along as she goes. Yep. So give me your shots. Okay. So. As you just. This isn't okay. We have. This is not okay. Two. Oh my god. <laughs> All four of those hit right now. All four of them hit, two of them are crit threatens. So, uh, give me. You're 25, 38, 32, 26. Give me the crit confirms on the second two bolts. Okay. The second two bolts are a 31 and a 16. They can uh, re roll a 16. You go, yeah, roll twice to take best. That was a natural one, so, uh. Okay, let's see here. Do better. Take these barbed. Do better. Take these barbed things. Alright, so that um, looks to me like a, a hit, a hit, and a crit, and a crit. Oh you just God. follow Nori and <laughs> just lay down a line of bolts. So it's hit, crit, crit, hit is the order. So, yeah. realistically, you hit and crit the first guy, and then hit and crit the second guy. I'm positive is how this is going to work out, because they each yeah. take 5d8 plus 2d6 damage, uh, plus 2d6 plus your modifier damage. Yeah. Five, five. They both take dead damage. They both take dead, super dead. What do you do? Uh, that's exactly what I do. Is I, I can almost, because it was so bright, Anoria's lightning was so bright, I just almost follow the line uh, in my eye, uh, that is in my eyes, and whenever I can see that there is an object, I just fire it off and it just goes straight through them. And uh, the last one up next to Inori, you, you lay two bolts in the one in front of now, one tracer and then one right into a, a faceted eye, and up to Inori, one into a wing, spinning it through the air, and then another into its body as it falls and just crashes into the meditation pools. Now running torrential with the blood of this squad, mostly the one that exploded on the western wall, but also a whole lot the other four. Look, guys, I scared him to death. Not a problem. I'm just going to hold this pose for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get down safely, or would you like some help? Shake, off, shake off the blood, <laughs> put the sword with the other hand, and slide down. <sighs> I needed that, guys. Really did. We're starting. Right, so what these know. bugs got on them? <laughs> well, as you look through they seem to be kitted out much the same as the ones in Waterhill Manor. Uh they have a fairly wealthy supplier, clearly, as each of them has plus one studded leather, an amulet of natural armor plus one, a cloak of resistance plus two. Oh, oh boy, you know what I'm putting five on right now. Those. Five of each. The cloak of resistance plus two, I assume. And the amulet. Oh and the amulet of natural armor. <laughs> yeah, you can't fill any of the spell capture to identify those at this point. But their weapons, unfortunately, their, their daggers are non magical. Uh, but their armor and gear is fairly valuable. Five cloak resistance plus twos, five studded armor plus ones, and five amulet natural armor plus ones. Would you like dollars? So as the party is Making sure moved. I get it right on the sheet with what he's taking. Yeah, well, so four clothes. Yeah, four. Yeah. 
as the rest of the party makes their way now into this barren chamber. It's once again quite quiet. There's silence. All right. So back to my original plan. I'm going to go on over to this door. Oh, there's something over here as well. To the, east. to the east. Those are beds. Might not be a bad idea to take a look. The door is closed. This way is open. We don't know. <laughs> well, of course it's open. There's no door there. Yes, that is what I am saying. I will check it out. Fine, Nell still somewhat injured because he did get a good hit on him when he came in, but unbothered. Not life-threatening. Yeah, no, it wasn't a life-threatening hit. It's just like, yeah, you're definitely leaving a trail of blood in the uh, just clouding I'm out just into the pool as you walk. It's full of blood. We just killed Yeah, there's a lot blonde. of blood. Not on this side, not the <laughs> eastern end. You didn't even get that far enough in the room before everyone exploded. Uh, Nell... What did we say the boops were for cure light wounds? The cure light wounds are six. Six. Yeah, it's as if all the D8s were fives. Nell makes his way into this small chamber with three bunk beds and a single wicker chest. Uh, there isn't much in here. Uh, the beds have an assortment of pillows around the top of them. Not a single one to lay on, but almost sort of a nest with blankets just sort of wadded up around the middle and foot of the bed. Uh, and each of these, especially the bottom of the two bunk beds, made into a real nested hive. And crawling around in each of the piles of bedding are assorted maggots and mealworms feeding on scraps of rot. I'm immediately walking back out of the room, and I'm gonna say there's nothing in there. It's not like super. It's not super covered. It's like if you look, you have to kind of look at the beds, and there will be like little maggots and the worms tucked into the folds of the blankets. It's not like that's they're huge piles of gross, but uh, <laughs> that's arguably worse. Fair. You think it's nice? You're like, like oh yeah. Oh no. It's exactly. Not that it smells bad. Oddly, the room has no real odor. I'm just going to walk over to Kahina and ask for some more boops. If I must. Well, you don't have to, but the next time a bug stabs me, it might not leave me standing. <laughs> How many boops? And, uh, Baylor, boops. do you want to go in? I see you moving over. You want to go check out that little chamber? I, I just think it's interesting. Like, huh? <laughs> Neat. Do you, well, I mean, is it... Do you go take a look at them and... <laughs> That is fascinating. Lycanthropic <laughs> assassin bugs living in weird bed nests. Oh, God. Uh, well, it's specifically just keeping a bunch of smaller bugs around. I'm just going to walk over next to Dara and just not even look at him, just hold up my fist. <laughs> fist pump. Yeah. Fist pump. <laughs> How many boobs now? I, I said two. Two of light two or moderates? The moderates. Okay. Oh, Baylor is fascinated by science books. <coughs> it's also no, a chest gonna, in here. Also it's his, it's his next book. It's his next lecture on werebugs. Well, if there's a chest in there, open it. Maybe someone who's not me open it. 
<laughs> hey, Lauren has lost faith in opening boxes. I don't went through the effort of making a tunnel of super death. He does not trust the small box. All right. So... Regular people put traps and locks on small boxes. You could do a quick detect magic. Yeah, why don't you do that? Good roll a quick detect magic. That's absolutely a thing that you can do. Uh, and you would not sense any kind of magic uh, in the room or in the chest. Okay. And you definitely don't feel like that wicker chest would block it's your detection unless it was like a lead line on the inside or something. All right, I'm going to look Maybe for it some is. traps. And you don't. I mean, looking it over you with 25, it doesn't look like there's anything. It doesn't even All have right. a proper latch. It's just like a lid that fits onto it. It doesn't even okay. seal or lock. It's well, a I'm... basket in box form. Yes. Okay. A box well, gonna, uh, if you will. Hey, I do have my glaive. I'm just poke the top off of it with my glaive. So still super suspicious. Don't blame you. We don't trust anything this campaign anymore. Not you pull out your glaive and edge open the top of it. Inside, there are about three and a half rats in five distinct bodies. Left inside for you don't want to think about it. And Midnight a... Snack. Don't want to think about it. A fairly large leather sack about the size of a backpack. At the end, the rat sack. kind of twisted and loosely knotted shut. Uh, it's just bulging as if there's a pile of something inside of it. Hmm. Gonna pick that up with the glaive, too, and kind of hold it out and put it over there in the middle of the floor. Let's like stick the blade of your glaive to the top of this leather sack, lift it out like a bomb disposal squad. And put it in the floor where you can see it. It clinks as you set it down. Metal That's always a good inside, sign. Sliding against each other. Alrighty. And then I will, like, very delicately open it up and look inside and see if I'm going to find more maggots. Inside is a very large pile of about 10,000 silver pieces and 300 or so gold, as well as three thumb-sized, clean, greenish sapphires, like greenish-tinted. So because I was the one that was brave enough to open it, I get to keep it, right? You're technically the only person in the room who even knows it's there. Oh, well then, I'm just going to take that then. You have the bag Although, of holding on you, because I'm pretty sure 10,000 silver pieces is like 50 pounds. Yeah, we have the, the bags that connect us to the Church of Abdar, so oh, I'm yeah, just you throw do that have in there. Little, oh yeah, you can just That would it take in. a while. It would take you a couple of minutes to scoop 10,300 coins in this little ba penny Baylor. bag, but... Well, that's fine. Hey, Baylor, uh, I mean, I can detect magic to see if the sapphire things are cursed. You don't detect any magic anywhere in the chest either. All right, because well, neither then that's a wicker box nor a leather sack is going to block it. Well, good. Magic. I have a bag it was of a lead lined leather sack. Lead lined leather sack. You know what? That's fine. Nobody else came in here. Nobody else was. That's 200 pounds of coins. To open it and. That's 200 like, pounds that's of Abadar's dimensions, probably. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, picking that up, that's 200 is, pounds of coins. This is 10 to 15 minutes of shoveling coins into your uh, small little dime bag. Guys, I'm putting the money in the bag. You guys want to help? Don't we all have... We all have little wallet things, yeah. yeah. 
Hey, y'all get in here and start putting this money in the joint. Come <laughs> shovel this coin into our bank accounts with me. I'm also gonna okay. I found take a money. close look at those sapphires. The 32 appraised. 32 appraised. They're pretty big. They're pretty clean cuts. They'd probably fetch about 750 gold a piece at a jeweler. There's three of them? Three of them. Nice. So there's actually, Taylor. with that 200 pounds of coins, there's actually way more money in sapphires, sapphires than coins. About twice as much. A little less. Lean over Fine. to Minori. Do you find it suspicious that the world where the bug people had coins, or is this normal? you have knowledge uh, local at all, Dara? Yes, I do, actually. Roll me a check real fast. I mean, assassins get paid. Assassins get very I paid. I mean, the us. bug people are still people. Okay, I don't have a whole lot of knowledge local, but... They yeah, but I mean, just to I see know. if you would... No, no, probably not. Um, I mean, with a 12, they're humanoid, and the five you fought were in varied stages between, like, human and bug. They're all pretty insectoid, but they were humanoid insectoid creatures, and... They definitely seem like they're sentient. They wear armor. They wield weapons. Mm. They're like bug people. They gotcha. did, none of them that you thought ever said a word. The ones under Waterhill Manor are these ones, but... And I guess they can't really just go to the bank. Probably have a difficult time with it, yeah. You said they're called... So. You, that were called Chitin as well? Is the... Chitin. No, they have Chitin. They're made of... Chitin. Chitin they are made like of a, bug shell. Yeah, chitons and material. It's like what yeah, the bug shells are made out of, or like chitin, like chitin plating, mm. bug exo insect exoskeletons. They are chitinous individuals. Is that not uh, how you say it? Am I stupid? Uh, no, that's no, chitin. I, no, you're right. I okay, I wasn't sure. No, no, I just thought of something else. It's either chitin or chitin. Very, very. Yeah, yeah I was like, I don't think it's chitin. I'm pretty sure it's chitin. <laughs> it's chitin. Okay. You don't want some chitin on your buggins? No. <laughs> Deep fraud chicken. <laughs> Squelches. Squelches. Uh. my fraud chicken. <laughs> no. Anyway. Right, it's called squelches because that's the sound they make when you chew them. <laughs> so we put the money in the bag and move on. Yes, Well, well uh, after a few minutes of... The sound of coin in the distance, and Ori and Dara and Nell and the review and here, Kane, I'll help her help you going in to help them because there are literally yeah. 200 pounds of coins that need shifted in the bag. So then, yeah, after about 10, 15 minutes, you heap all of the little bugs' fortunes into your little wallets. They're not using it anymore. What? They're not using it anymore. Yeah, fair. It's not the bugs anymore. It's ours now. It's no longer stealing. It is now looting, which is yep. more morally acceptable in the land of Pathfinder. And uh, someone, they attack first. Someone in the Abadar dimension can worry about this giant pile of money. We you just dumped two hundred pounds of coins onto some poor clerk's desk <laughs> in Abadar's giant vault. Some and now he has to deal with this. petitioner in some demiplane of axes is having a perfectly fine day. It's like, oh, Miss, uh, Miss Thornberry's weekly payments have come in. I'll sort that in. Okay, all right. And here is this fee we have assessed from Dr. Solnit's account. Oh, my God, what is happening? No, stop. No, what? His sister showering on his, <laughs> just 200 pounds on his desk. <laughs> <laughs> It's 
those guys again. Ah, uh, damn adventurers. Every time. Anyway. Okay. And then, uh, pocket and then we the move sapphires on. and ready yourselves for further adventures. Now we can open the door. So, arrange yourselves near the northern door here. These three sapphires are almost half of a synthesized diamond. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Well, keep I mean, that in mind. That's gonna work. I don't. So <laughs> I feel like that was a one-time-only deal. Says you. I'm just putting the value in perspective. Just this is three fifths of a human life, <laughs> according, <laughs> to <Charisma>. <laughs> <laughs> according to Perezma. According to Baylor. <laughs> according to Baylor. Well, he did manage to convince Perezma to be fair. So you move up. And creak open this door. I don't creak open doors. Do you slam open? Okay. Aww. You move up and you very forcefully and aggressively slam the hell out of this door. I didn't say I slammed it, but I absolutely was going to slam it. <laughs> what? I didn't say See, I did that work. thing, but I did that thing. I'm just going to look at Nell and be like, we really have to work on your manners. Aren't you what? supposed to be a noble? Are these manners pointing back at the bugs? I mean, we did opt not to take the front door and come in the back. So We opted not to deal with the very large and possibly very scary caster snake. I think we made the wise choice. Possibly. Well, the door opens into another set of much more normal squared stone steps leading up into a Bagley carpeted hallway that spreads out to the north and the east. Uh, you can hear fires and braziers and torches burning within, and you can see plenty of light. Uh, you're no longer dealing with the darkness. I'm going to yell in. I'm here, finally. The welcome party wasn't exactly welcoming. And start walking in. From inside in the distance, you can hear the sounds of training that all silenced as you yell into the monastery. Oh, you guys coming? I mean... I mean, you've... Nell walks inside, everyone else kind of stands on the door like... I just, I'm just sitting there rubbing my... Him? I mean, I don't know. I thought he was a noble, apparently... Opara noble. He's a are... child. In a man's body. That is My heart crazy. is going to explode. I do not have time to be nice. There you are. Fire up, kid. I like it. Hey. All right, let's go. <laughs> well, you go first. Uh, thank I'm you. going to start oh, walking go towards where the train after was. You. Take the after you. group of you as you head in. And inside, uh, you see up the first fork leads to what looks like a lot of bunks. The second fork into a much larger chaining area, a training area, where four monks stand practicing strikes against upright, I suppose they're dummies. Uh, they're a segmented wooden pillar with a variety of posts coming out at various angles. And all of them have stopped and turned to face you. A fifth one in the back near a rack adorned with small uh, fighting staffs and Literally, pairs of nunchucks. And they all look at you. Unsure. 
But someone came in just kind of yelling and where clearly where not is, trying to hide. Where is your your leader, the the mistress? She got me away from Jareth. Now I'm here. The bugs didn't try to let us in. We're here now. She's going to make my heart explode. I need to go talk to her. And so you hear from the other end of the monastery. So, you have survived, Falwart. Yes, yes, I did. Again, the elven lady far down at the end, uh, the eastern end of the hall. Come then. Have things to discuss. All right, so I'm going to go on ahead, put my Dips gear away, and walk that way. Yep, we'll follow. Stowing your sword and shield, mm-hmm. group of you advance up to where you had seen this elven woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, past a common hall, off to your left, another fork, before finally arriving in a small, smaller comparatively library. Uh, A few shelves scattered around the northern and eastern ends of the room hold some books, but largely scrolls. Uh, But this smaller shelf to your left, the first one you would pass, has an assortment of textbooks. Uh, Textbooks pertaining to medicine, history, uh, philosophy, surprisingly. They do seem to be monks, however strange their practice. And inside is the elven woman sitting at a table with another one of the monks. Uh, what appears to be a much older man. And a third who has stood up from her seat and is waiting, hands folded in front of her, one cup than the other in a fist. As she sees the group of you. You have done well, Godward. Just as I asked of you. Brought... Yourself and your friends to our home, our monastery. Welcome. My name is Amila Jades. I would offer seating, but sadly, we do not typically host such large parties. That is of no concern. You asked me to come and gave me incentive, so we are here. I'm glad to see that your escape from Adar's pillar was successful. A tale to tell, surely. One that will haunt the Rakshasa and also the general (laughs) in his failure for weeks to come, I am sure. I take it no one's escaped from there before. I do not believe, no. Or at least that is what the soldiers would have you believe. I believe it. You have seen the inside of the fortress. It seems unlikely that without assistance, any could escape its walls. What assistance you had, and still, you are skillful. Interesting, as I had predicted. Well, the rest of you. The rest of you I do not know so well. But I take it that as you follow this stalwart, you are the rest of the princess's fingers. We are. Then you, as well, are of great interest to me. And she just kind of motions to the library, to the room as a whole. You see, 
The Rakshasa and I have been associates for some time. We have worked each other, worked with each other, serviced each other's needs, helped to get ahead. Centuries ago, here, I believe the Rakshasa himself, the leader, Mylan, founded this very monastery that I now call my home. But I believe we can help each other. And if you are here, regardless of your opinions, at least Stalwart values his life. At least a little bit. It's a pretty good one. I like it. There is my thought. The Rakshasa, as of late, have been tiresome. Tiresome and somewhat useless. Their political causes make our lives difficult without reason. We are entangled in this eternal war he wages, this political show, because he wills it, not I and not the rest here in my monastery. Y'all have meditation to attend to, jobs to be done, contracts to fulfill. I believe it would do us both good for you to have some assistance on this path of yours. That would be appreciated. He's I mean, proven difficult to deal with. There's only him left now. Oh, I have seen. He, went with, he met with me very briefly after the five of you, I assume it was, assaulted him in his home and slew the rest of his gathering, the rest of his flock of demons, the rest of the evil spirits that coalesce in the heart of Zemar. Without his network and without his agents, Mylon is fairly useless. He no longer serves a purpose, and I believe that the time of our partnership has run its course. And yet, I still find myself entangled, having to assist in matters such as moving prisoners. Things I would rather not be burdened with. I'm sure we could help you untangle yourselves. If now, it's so, so you got so many monks, why not just take them out yourself? This is not helpful. And as useless as he may currently be, as bothersome as the Rakshasha are at the time, Jareth may still be serviceable in the future. He is a skilled agent with many talents, and his ability to transform has near-boundless applications. You do not understand me properly. I do not want Mylan removed. I want Mylan controlled. That's not in our interest. I believe it is in Stalwart's interests. As his currently very much aligned with mine. So you're blackmailing us then? Put our friend's life at danger we help you control, Jareth? When if you that know is we... how you choose to see it, then yes. But this is not a very positive outlook. I want something very simple. 
You have Jarrett's intelligence, his information. I am not interested in the games that he plays. I wish to remove myself from this political show as much as possible. But to do that, there are some ends I would like to see removed. I believe you are familiar with them. The Coven, the Indulgent Sisters of Dreams, or something similar. Night hags. Hags, yes. Terrible creatures, these awful crones with their dark, manipulative magics. Estela, Lumia, Magila. Two of them nigh untouchable, but one serving as the face of their operations in a tea shop in the Adobe District. We've been there. And you will be there again. This technique that I have taught you, Sir Stalwart, this will remain inside you for some time. You remain at my whim. I believe it is in all of our interests that these night tags cease their operations within the cities of Zimar. Do you not agree? It is something we were intending to address, yes. It is quite simple. You have made your way here to this monastery. You have both escaped Abadar's Pillar alone and found your way and fought your way here with your friends. As I did not hear the Naga rolling about outside this chamber, I assume you have slain the Lycanthropes. This is very well. A service, a favor, almost, removing them from my presence. They are also a drain. They left us little choice. As they should. Their orders were to guard the monastery, and they spend much of their time resting there. If they heard your approach, I may have forgotten to tell them we had company. More testing my level of interesting, I suppose. Well, if you are not very interesting, then equally you are not very useful. The way I see things, the group of you are more than capable of dealing with a lone night hag in a tea shop. So, by my counting, it is the 29th of Rova, the final day of the month tomorrow, and the 1st of Lamashtu this toil day. So it is said, the days of the calendars, their origins are services to their old purpose uh, an older civilization perhaps back when it was Halden or even perhaps Aslanti but Oath Day was named as such as it was the day of contracts the day of fulfillment and the day you proved you were men of your words well, I assume you will have no trouble dispatching this one night tag and returning here by this coming Oath Day It shouldn't so, be a problem. Where are the other two, then? The other two spend most of their time in Abadar's Pillar. They are difficult, and a problem for the future. For now, I will have to determine ways that they will be dealt with, but dealing with Estela will at least send them a message. Perhaps one that they will take to heart. 
You didn't happen to take any of my things with you when you took me from Jareth, did you? Uh, I had no interest in such things, even if I had seen them. I believe Jareth or the guards had handled the equipment themselves. Whatever you had with you, you made your way here. You made your way from the pillar with nothing but the skin on your back. I'm sure this is not beyond you. No, I can do it. Just more comfortable when I'm not so exposed. Well, then perhaps this will serve as a fine test. So we take care of this night hag, then you take your curse off my friend? Hmm. You're very forward with your expectations. You would do I well don't like to temple them. Words. I well, promise no I such things, only that if you returned here with the night hag slain the oath day, it would not cause Stalwart's heart to leap from his chest. My head, I'll be like, if I kill her fast enough, she would not get the chance to kill Nell. It is this. Don't know how fast she is in my head. My heart would rather not risk that, please. <laughs> <laughs> and as she uh, looks between the group of you, I imagine at least one of you will find this a fair deal, and whether the witch rest of you agree is. Really, no major concern of mine. You will do this thing or you will not. I have made my offer. I'm a fan of doing this. I guess we'll do it. Baylor? I see no reason not to. All right. well, as well, then. I suppose I will inform Squelch that a group of five will be returning, led by the stalwart, to these halls within the next week. If you wish to approach through that entrance, you will not be bothered. And if you wish to come back through the pools as you did this day, if anyone is there, the rest of the monastery will know of your names and faces. You will not have to fight again. Do be wary of the other defenses, however. Yeah, we, we, uh, yeah. Sure you heard that going off. Oh, I did not. I did not wish to be bothered with such petty things. If the trap was triggered and no more had come of it after a few minutes, the lycanthropes would have headed out into the hallway to reset whatever plate and clean up whatever mess. It does not concern me. Hmm. Fair enough. Now then. We believe we all have things to be tending to, operations to plan, yours and, and mine. I will bid you a good rest of your afternoons. It has been truly a pleasure. A pleasure. So, walking away, in my head, thinking, can we just go there now and burn the entire building down around the night hag and be done with it? Don't feel like that's a good plan, no. I have several concerns with that. How about we let the adults come up with the plan for this one, huh, buddy? Can we go do it right now? Today, maybe? Belor, do you have spells that you would need to combat the night hag? Nothing in particular. 
What do we know about night hags? Well, you rolled before. We know they have spell resistance. We know... We knew what their DR was overcome by, and I feel like it didn't matter. Um... That is correct. <laughs> Cold iron. Uh, you know what their oh. DR has ever come by, and it's irrelevant to you at this point. You know they have spell resistance, and you know that they can just see alignment passively. It's not like it's anything they even have to turn on. They just can see. Uh, they can read your aura, basically. Which was the issue you had trying to go in posing as Jared's assistant in the first place. I didn't have an issue. Some of you had the issue that you as a group had because you have a couple of good aligned characters which would have been difficult to pass off. I think I did an okay job. Yeah, you did pretty good. Just pretend they're your mind control slaves. Got pretty tense for a minute. Got pretty tense. So you to do that again? As you walk from the monastery and head back to the sewers, are you just heading back to the bathhouse? I would yep. assume so, yeah. Are we? That's where I would think. Do we know from the information we have is... Is the tea house, like, just the shop? Or is there, like, a bedroom above it? Or... Well, both the monastery and the tea shop and the night hags use even with Jared's information, don't have a ton. Because, clearly, they aren't really part of his operation so much as groups that he has allied himself with. Like, it's not it's not his. It's not his business. He probably hasn't seen much more of it than you have. You know, it is a tea shop run, uh, or that the night hags run as a front. You know, Estela is typically the only one, the only one of the hags there. She deals with the face of the whole thing. You know from the you would know from the information that she has a, a warehouse attached where she keeps a lot of interesting product that needs to be moved to or from Jarrett's operations. And you would know that Jarrett is really, really dislikes how many frickin' cats she has. But <laughs> that's that's more or less what you got. You have, like, a directions and address to the place. Just like you had a map in the other city to the monastery, but they're not his. I mean, the monastery apparently was once. Just we got a bit more information on it, but these night hags are just kind of agents. So it there's a warehouse like... attached. Did, just from when we were there before, did it look like there could be somewhere to stay there? Well, for me, when you were there before, let me go back and look at it. You in the showroom... Uh, would have only seen one door leading to the back, but you would have seen from the outside that display area, the storefront, was the front half of the building. There's just a whole wall and a single door leading to the back half of the building. I'm wondering about sneaking in at night, but... We don't know if she's going to be there. 
if we don't know that she stays there. Sneaking uh, in there. We can just wait for her. We, we can... have the time to tailor if we need to. I was going to say it's a common practice when I used to hunt down bounties a little bit. Uh, you knew their routine. Just kind of stake out the place, see what was going on for a day. Then kind of put together your plan based on that. I mean, we could watch it for, we got a day, right? Scout well, it out from a distance. It's currently Sunday. Uh, she said she wanted you back by Oath Day, which is the Pathfinder equivalent of Thursday. So you have a few days. This isn't Anybody? like, do it tomorrow. Anybody's staking her out, you gotta be careful not to get too close. Well, I mean, you look completely different than you did the last time. It's not a matter of look. <clears throat> oh, it's Aura. Oh, yeah, that's... Mm. You'll just kinda know. Yeah, just don't take me along, I suppose. How are we gonna get around that? <laughs> Well, you're not fighting her, you're watching her. Still, I mean... Probably spot us from a pretty good distance. Got the bird, don't we? You have the bird, I think it's got one more use? Or did you, did you finish it got the bug, off? too. It's also one more use. Bug. You do have the giant spy bug to, like, two-foot-long massive... <laughs> I was actually... I was actually thinking about leaving the bug here. The bird would probably be a pretty good idea because that's what eight hours of, of supervision. I thought. Is surveillance the word you're looking for? Supervision, surveillance, whatever. It's like you started. It's not like you started to say it and they're like, "crap, I forgot the word." What for supervision? I, I just hate. Just walk when that into happens. the tea shop. Hi, I'm your new supervisor. Yeah. <laughs> tweet, tweet. Just want to see what you do for an entire day. If that's all right, we'll take some notes. I'm the new hire. They told me not a corporate to uh, come in today and talk to you. Said you be How's the tea? Uh, I'm with the health department. <laughs> Look at some of these uh, these teas you've been selling. Some of these charms you're selling aren't FDA approved. We're gonna... <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Break. And as you yeah, as you joke your yeah. way back to the sewers, back out to the. Uh, to the bathhouse here, you're now a safe house. You're relatively confident the place you can stay that your followers are putting in some effort to keep wealth off of some people's radars. Yeah, we should definitely take our mainstream break. So we will be right So you all make it back to the bathhouse pretty early in a Sunday afternoon. It's kinda just chilling. You got you secure for once. All of you have sent a bunch of your various followers to work making sure that your identities, uh, all of this this crusade that Jarrett's tried to start against you in the city of Zemar is just kind of swept under the rug. And, you know, your wanted posters don't just stay up for very long, it turns out. And try as they might, Jareth can barely seem to even really get the guards to care, uh, much less the people of the city. Because... As some of your followers had come in to report to you, look at it this way. Jareth is this head county, like country spy master who basically just came into the station 
Like, hey, everyone, I need you to stop what you're doing immediately because you need to find these five people and that that's more important. Okay. Is there a reason? It's like, yeah, they are political enemies. Drop everything. This is your top priority. Okay. So the rank and file isn't super into it in the first place. And it's surprisingly not that hard to really sweep it under the rug. Jareth, much as he may have this crusade against you, as much as he hates you, even with Pytherius behind him, he just is one man. You can't really, really walk into the local guard post and make them care. They have their own jobs. They have their own things they're dealing with. And it's surprisingly easy for your followers to just kind of disappear your recent problems. Or at least their connections to you in any real, any real way. Uh, they report back you'd be relatively safe using your old disguises going through Zemar. The public opinion, public eye, doesn't even know your names. Now, that said, there is still the problem that Zenobius doesn't have papers anymore, but that only matters if they ask you for your papers. Oh, what's uh, the plan? You could also be the farmer. You could also be the farmer. I mean, we could just go on the assumptions no one's going to ask for my papers. Well, which do you want to do? Play the luck. You all, you know you want to play the luck. No one's going to ask for your papers. That's what you want to do. I know it. I can see in your face. Yeah. I actually want to do a thing since we're not wanted anymore. Okay. I want to leave the city. Hmm? And collect my belongings. And then promptly teleport right back. <laughs> huh. Okay. I forgot about that stuff. I would like my con belt back, So, please. for reference, Jareth can't really get the people to care about you, and you are on the most wanted list. You are like the the pile of five faces that guards at the city doors are going to be checking papers against are two different um, things. Okay, what never up? mind then. You're on, like, the official... You are still a huge problem. Most wanted is just like the common person doesn't really care. Having some trouble getting through TSA. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a difficult time with that. Stuff still in customs, unfortunately. At least it's only one piece. I'd really like it back though. Everybody else yeah. got cool toys. I lost mine. Maybe I lost my everything. Yeah, yeah well, no, literally has none of his. Yeah, this is like, true. Oh. That is such a sad story. Please tell me more about how you, <laughs> you lost your in the belt. Yeah, but you lost it due to sheer stupidity. <laughs> I did ask you to leave. <laughs> we did. I was reaching I for you, the potion. <laughs> you got rolled a potion that you ignored for several rounds. So, did anyone else? Was anyone else still on a cloak of resistance plus one? I know. I think everyone I think went to so. plus two quite every, a long yeah. time ago. I did not have a plus two, I just remembered, so... What a dumpster, baby. Well, put on this cloak of plus two. Yeah, that... I, I, I'm, I'm swapping mine, that's why I'm asking everybody else. Yeah, right, we'll just go ahead yeah. and ask the local monastery to kit us out with I mean, better cloaks of resistance. I, I don't... I can't wear one because I have the other cloak. Yeah, you have cloaks of Just go poof. Yeah, you have poof cloaks pretty good, though. So what is the plan? 
are we did you go kill a night hag i wanted to do the the recon of the place with the with the owl i would like to wait until it's closer to when they would be closing and then send the owl to see if she leaves or what goes on at and after closing there yeah solid idea so it's early afternoon at this point. You can just kind of wait around in the bathhouse for a few hours. And as time passes and the sun drifts downward, the hour becomes later, you release this little figurine of the bird, the uh, falcon or the owl or whatever. Serpentine owl. Eagle. And uh, that flies out into the city of Zemar. Out into the Adobe District to go oversee the tea shop. And you, who's using that, Anori? I would like to use it, yeah. As this is the last use of it, you, once again, share its senses, share its sight. You just process everything it sees and hears. As it perches on various rooftops and trees outside the tea house itself. And you see Estela... Going around, dusting off some of the various shelves inside, cleaning up a bit, flipping the sign in the window before using a small little metal bell to snuff out most of the candles she had lit around the windowsills. Uh, lays a couple of covers across the seats and the tables in that little raised portion, that outer little observation deck. Not outer, it's still inside the building, but up in the corner of the building. And before snuffing the lights there as well, and then heading back, clearly visible through the broad windows, through that one door, the back half of the building. As long as you wait for the remainder of the time, magic still holds inside this figurine until the vision just fades to darkness, and that serpentine owl tumbles as a small, non-magical trinket to the ground. You don't see her reemerge. Would you be able to see, like, an entrance to the warehouse or anything just Look, circling around? Looking around the building, there would appear to be technically a few entrances. Uh, there's a bunch of huge, tall windows around that little seating area in the corner. There's a double front door and a door on the side that both look like they lead to the shop front. Right past the door she disappeared through is a service door on the western side of the building. There doesn't appear to be any other way in, nor, oddly enough, any other windows anywhere but that observation platform in the front storefront. The back half of the building is about 10 feet taller than the front half and has a chimney emerging near the northeastern corner. But it's very a very narrow little smokestack and covered. That would be, even if you could clear it out, impossible to fit down. What about a bird could fit down? Bird could probably fit down. You so never it doesn't see her leave the building. It doesn't seem like she leaves. 
Right. Probably living there. About what? So she disappeared into that back half or quote unquote living quarters. Wow, what time about did it? Uh, like it'll right probably be the, right at right around sundown. She would have closed right the shop up maybe half an hour before sundown when the back had never emerged again. So maybe we should hit her in the middle of the night. Maybe catch her sleeping. Not a terrible idea. Going through the service door on the side. And straight into the warehouse. I would anticipate trap. She's probably not sure. stupid. <laughs> Dangerous spellcasters usually are. So? Tomorrow night? Tomorrow night? Sounds good to me. Nobody's got any other ideas. I mean, unless we want to tell her, hey, there's two other factions that want you dead. Okay. <laughs> and we can bargain, make more deals with the devil. So these people want you dead. They sent us to kill you. We don't necessarily want to kill you. What can you offer us in return? Would you like us to kill them? What are your opinions on that? We'll kill them right back. What do you? How do you feel about killing? Then again, we still have. I mean, Nell and how would you like some souls? We it's it's, it's like a night hag. We probably know her feelings on killing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the these groups. people want you dead. How would you like their souls in trade instead? I don't think we're going to be trading any souls, can you? Know? I Offer think. up the soul of a Rakshasha. I... How much for a that soul of a That would be a Rakshasha? lot better plan if we had the soul of a Rakshasa. Also true. <laughs> we can... You want the soul of a Rakshasa? Do you have the soul of a Rakshasa? Well, no, yeah, but we could possibly get one. <laughs> About it's that. not worth having if you don't want it, so we decided to ask first. Well, even nice. with the situation as it is, I still trust these monks more than more I trust than a night hag. This is also true. <laughs> as weird as that sounds, as we're currently being blackmailed by them. We're yeah, I mean, actively I'm not dead. being extorted by this group, <laughs> but I still extorted. like them more than night hags. Gotta <laughs> I say. didn't say I like them. I said I trust them. I said more. It's a comparative thing. <laughs> They're all bad. It's just degrees of badness, I guess. Everything is degrees of crap. Welcome to Zemar. Yeah, really. So, the group of you sleep for the evening, preparing, readying, uh, whatever it is you're going to do with this operation the following evening. Is there anything you want to do during the day, the next day at all? Or are we cutting to our adventure? Well, I don't have an ID, and no one wants me to go out, so I'm going to stay here and rely on them to bring me food. It sounds like we are going to cut to our adventure. So, 24 hours pass. Well, probably more like 20. We spent a day popping out your disguises when necessary to gather supplies or food and just subsist. I mostly just planned, readied, and waited for the following evening you to head out and see what you could do with Estela. Uh, I during... spent some time trying to get more familiar with the bathhouse. Just in uh, case. 
studying pebbles. I mean, you can you can do that, but I, like, I like, feel like, just, like like in character, I would do it. I don't know if it's yeah, like can, mechanically yeah, you can be the thing that you are doing in character, <laughs> but I don't really think that you can make an area. It's I, I see it more as time spent there. Yeah, maybe. But I, question, but... just like in character, specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. spending That's the thing time that you're doing, trying to uh, familiarize yourself. Answer, by the way. Can I paint a set of full plate? It specifically says you can. I'm pretty sure. I didn't remember if it could. We double check, but I'm almost positive it specifically says you can paint anything that magical. Uh, it's yeah. not magical, non-valuable. Like, I can't use precious metals and stuff like that. But well, iron's a very common check. metal. What is full plate worth? It's going to take the rest of your paint. Because the paint totals up to either a thousand cubic foot object or uh, two thousand gold worth of stuff. So, full plate's fifteen hundred. So, I'm going to say if you want to spend the day... Because you got, you got to do a lot of work to paint a functional set of full plate. It's going to take the rest of your pot. But you can. What do think? Mm -hmm. I think I'm uh, uh, uh That's tempting. Really likes his 3D paint. I prefer the utility of the 3D paint over another 6AC. The, the 3D paint's too fun. I want to keep it. It's done some good things. Fair enough. You consider it. You think about it. Maybe even you start it. But then you realize how intensive the project's going to be, how much of your resources it's going to consume, and after an hour or two, you end up abandoning the idea. But it was a good idea, all things considered. So, the day passes, and around noon, it starts to truly just pour rain down and this continues into the afternoon and to sunset when you're ready to move out and make your attack heading out it's the first time it's actually really started to feel like fall uh and with this rain falling it gets well finally relatively chilly outside it's not summer anymore. It's not Marat County. It's not riding around in the warm, bright daylight. It's a kind of unpleasant wetness as you make haste out to the Sweet Dreams tea shop to continue or to begin your plans. And you give it another hour or so just to be sure the area will be closed up and she'll be in the back. Or do you wait even longer? I think we should wait a little longer. Only up to you. Hey, uh, now let think... me see your sword real quick. So we can uh, give you a little something here. So All right. Check out some powdered lime and a little carbon, and I'm going to play with your sword for a second and cast a spell on it. Okay. That. With that, something happens. I have no idea what you're casting. Great, greater magic weapon uh, plus two to attack and damage. Oh, okay. Dude turned his longsword into a plus two longsword. Yeah, but it doesn't have, like, I don't think it has the ability to overcome the DR, though. It just has that's just, the, well, it that's specifically just says it. Based on how 
Well, it, it like a plus is. a plus three wouldn't make it count as silver and cold iron. With oh, it specifically says yep. yeah. that out. Oh, okay. But it, it's only going plus two anyway, and it does make it count as magical, so that's not relevant in this particular case. For 11 hours. There you go. Fair enough. That's actually interesting. I didn't know that called that out. So with your sword enhanced, you have at least some of the magic back. It's nowhere near Koreana's, but it's something. And so you give it a couple hours after sundown before you head out. Like, how long are you waiting? I don't think we should be going out too, too late because that's just going to be suspicious that we're out at all. Zemar sneaking around in an alley up next to this thing. Yeah. Zemar kind of disappears when it gets late. Yeah, any more than an hour after sundown, it's going to get suspicious. Yeah, sounds good. I was, I don't disagree, but I was just hoping to catch her maybe as she's nodding off and we get the jump because we're probably going to need an advantage. Do they in this even one. even do they even sight? Do they have to? I don't know. That's, that's what I'm saying. She know. could be hanging from the rafters. I have just no like idea. the bug people. We don't know. I'd rather I'd rather risk just fighting her than getting called out by the guard. Then we'll go. So then you make your way down to the Sweet Dreams Tea Shop in the rain. And the five of you in your assorted disguises, which this isn't Basilia anymore, actually, you are now Hey Amalon. You have changed your disguise. You are something way more horrifying to any. You are a school teacher and terrifying way more anyone horrifying. who recognizes you. And you make your way up to the side door here. It is a double door. And it's just because I kind of the wall's kind of on top of you guys. It's right in front of uh, Zenobius and Cadonia here. And you're going from the bathhouse to the tea shop in the Adobe district. You don't even leave the district. It's a short walk, only a couple blocks. You barely even see anyone out in the stream uh, in the streets between the darkness and the pouring rain. And make no mistake, this is pouring rain. Just a little out of character, y'all check your tokens, because some of you guys aren't healed to full. Hey, you would have had a day's worth of rest as well, so you would have all recovered 11 hit points. And? I guess whoever is at the door want to give me a perception check, because I assume you're going to check it, because you're going to assume mm -hmm. that the night hag has a booby trap. Thirty. With a thirty, you look very cautiously over this doorway. This is not... You've had some very recent terrible experiences with setting off traps. And it's something you're not interested in duplicating. So you wait and you look it over very thoroughly. And you're pretty confident that it's locked, but it doesn't appear to be trapped. Yeah, Are you gonna do the thing? Magic. I'm gonna reach into my bag for where the spot where the key normally would be. Realize I don't have any of my stuff. <laughs> oh, you're just cruel, Baylor. <laughs> we have uh, Keenan. Don't you have lockpick or something? I do. I have master master thieves tools. Hey, well, give me a disabled device, or do you want to just take twenty? I'll just take twenty. I'm positive that gives you enough to open the door. I, uh, I don't know what your skill is, but I'm confident that opens the DC-18 <laughs> yeah. lock. 
But oh, yeah. Mostly because the 20 you're taking is higher than 18. 18. Uh, it is a very simple lock. It does not look like she or anyone else has put any extra expenses into locking this up any more than <laughs> because she is her own common key She's shop. her own. Uh, really, just kind of a latch. Like if you have a, a thing that's small enough to fit in the hole, you can just lift it and open it. Mm -hmm. Like you could hand it to a toddler and they could get this door open. Poke a stick in there, wiggle it around. Hey, I got it. Oh, inside, you see immediately across from you a set of double doors. Uh, to your right, the door leads back out to the storefront, and to your left, another smaller single door leads further into the back, into the very northern end of the building. And this little hallway you're in right here is a loading area. Uh, you've got the two fairly large wooden doors on the outside that open up to receive cargo and shipments, and then it's right in front of two more, so it's a relatively safe assumption between the scrapes on the ground where crates have been drug and the two successive sets of inward opening bay doors, that that's the warehouse. And the area also serves as a storage space for what looks like just excess inventory, uh, an assortment of spare kettles and barrels of loose tea and dried herbs, just kind of scattered around. I'm going to point down the hall and wave everyone in. Trying not to be noisy, of course. Come inside. Go towards the area where I we know what's that way. Dara? Okay. I am assuming shut the robot view. Yep. That you are inside. And it it's it's odd. Because it's it smells nice, it's very pleasant. It's a, a little bit disorganized, but everything in here is just inventory. If you didn't know what you were in here for, this is a really just nice place. Just in the back of a tea shop. It's pleasant. It's really at odds with what you're here to do and what you know is truly running this place. Now that we're inside, I'm going to mage armor myself. Good idea. I'm going to shield wand myself. With your defenses in place, shield wand only lasts a minute, right? Oh, is that all? Yeah, it only lasts a minute. It's a first level spell. Yeah, it lasts one minute from a wand. Then I'll just use my spell. Use your regular shield spell. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. That lasts you 11 minutes. 11 minutes. Now, casting spells, uh, you've all got verbal components. They're they're fairly loud. You, you're not super quiet or subtle here. But you don't immediately hear anything come to investigate. Well, I'm going to... I'm going to, out of recent paranoia, perception check the hallway directly in front of us with a 32. Just kind of looking for various tripwires or... Yeah, at this point, you, yeah, you're now paranoid about any kind of physical, any kind of traps or pressure plates, tripwires, tiny latches, yep. anything. And <laughs> the hallway looks safe. The warehouse door looks safe. 
Came from here, looking down the hall, it looks safe. You... I don't see anything. Walking on over to the door. And as the party falls in behind you, you... Now we want to be, want to be all... <laughs> Everyone's back in the hall, team! I'm not waiting for another fireball taking yep. everybody out in the lot. I'm going to gently try to open the door, trying not to make noise. That's fair. Just shout spell cast. I'm pretty sure she knows we're coming. Yeah, I mean, the spells are not quiet at all. You, uh, you definitely made a bunch of uh, noises what with the magic, but that's okay. Everything will be fine. Don't worry about it. You very... Gently push the door open. And as you do, a few things happen at once. First, well, it just kind of opens. It's not locked. It reveals a fairly warm, cozy apartment interior. Uh, fairly plainly furnished with a dining table surrounded by a few chairs, uh, cabinets and couches and a fireplace at the far end there are also numerous cats <laughs> just scattered throughout the room uh one laying in the center of the dining table because cat uh, i'd say two of them realistically piled up on the couch and one just standing back looking at the door as that one seems to be a bit more skittish and obviously heard the group of you secondly Cadonia, Nobius, Nell and Nori, you both start to feel a strange magic take hold of you. You aren't sure what exactly is happening, but I need you both to make me a will save. These historically go well for me. I either roll a 1 to a 5 or a hard 20. This one was a hard 20. You literally don't notice anything's happening. How about Anori? I'm oblivious. <laughs> uh, that's a 15. <laughs> Nori gets a 15. I'm going to use one of them session rerolls. You're going to pull a session reroll. Okay. How dare you take one of our sessions? Draw the first. <laughs> one remains. Draw first blood. That's better. 25. Uh, 25. And the two of you both shake off whatever this effect is. It, it doesn't seem to have any real ability to grab hold of you at all. And you're not entirely sure what it did. It, like, pulled at, at you almost. It made your skin kind of tighten a bit. It was oddly uncomfortable for a moment. But nothing happened. We let the good aligned characters go first. Yeah, what are we doing? Cat <laughs> <laughs> on the couch gets up and just kind of runs away. I want to sweep detect magic over those cats. This is kind of angrily. There's All any right. of them. Detect magic sounds like a good idea, and not trusting anything here. You swing your detect magic across the room and the cats, and you. Well, you don't detect any magic on the cats. They appear to no. be cats. 
Well, you, you never know these yeah, days. No, 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 no. I'm not. That's fair. You do detect a relatively powerful aura of transmutation on and around the door. Oh. As well, that we already opened. As well as a couple magical smaller auras on this shelf. Coming from a small bottle and something that is wrapped up in black sackcloth. I would point that out to everybody. What I detect. Alright, so... No pretense, no pretenses of stealth at this point. I'm just going to walk over to the next door. Assuming everyone's following me. Just told you about transmutation in the door. We already opened it. But still, you never know these days. Well, he's going. And he, he's yeah. assuming you're following. This I'm I'm halfway across the room, and you're saying that. He continues to uh, run away and goes and hides behind one of these trunks, and the other cat jumps off the table at the same direction. The cat in the back moves up towards the fireplace. The cat in the couch doesn't seem to give a crap. It's just chilling, kind of looking at you, existing, and is a cat. And did you say you were just going to move up immediately and open it? No, I said I was just going straight to the door. Oh, okay, well, you move straight up to the door, and then the party hey, goes. Hey, where was the the aura? On the, the shelf beside me. The right, shelf well, beside him had two auras. Grab that stuff. Let me see. We'll look was. at it later. Oh, are you gonna grab the small bottle and whatever the thing wrapped in cloth is? I sure. will grab the thing wrapped in cloth and take a look at it without directly touching it. I'm not sure how you're doing any of those things. What? Well, you I'm right beside the shelf. It? How are you going to pick it up without touching it? No, like, I'm not touching whatever's in the, the cloth. Oh, you just kind of, like, move the sackcloth around a bit so you can look at the thing. All yeah. Right, so as you reveal it, strangely, it looks very divine, almost holy. Uh, it's a perfect alabaster sphere. Uh, with a couple of golden bands set in at almost random intervals around the face, set with diamonds and strange little rune-like patterns. And as you remove the cloth, it glows constantly, uh, light shining out from the, the orb as you reveal it. I'm just kind of look over at Baylor like, uh, what is this? Step up and start detecting magic on it. And give me a spellcraft check. This one might not be auto-pass for the king of wizards. Is this my moment? Nope. Uh, 42. <laughs> Does a 42 get it? Is 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 that high with enough? A, with a Do you 40... want to say it again? <laughs> What'd you get? I sorry, I missed it. Uh, 42. Oh, oh a 42? Uh, okay. four you rolled two. a 2 and a 4? What? 42. Alright, so with a 42, <laughs> you would identify the Aura of Evocation on this orb. It is a truly blessed object, which makes it kind of strange the Nighthack has it in the first place, but definitely understandable as to why it is wrapped in three layers of a thick cloth. Uh, this orb in addition to constantly glowing, is a consecrated object, and powerfully so. Uh, if you were to, like, touch it, 
even just hold it in your hand and use it on like a, a, a weapon and just touch things with it. It'd have the same effect as dumping entire flasks of holy water on them. This would be a bad time to be undead. There's also magic locked within the runes you're able to identify. Consecrate and Searing Light that could each be cast out of the ball once per day. This thing is so holy that any... Did you take it or are you just identifying that while he has it? I was just identifying it while That's he was holding it. Um, are you, do you take it at all as you start to kind of figure out what this does? Do you hold it in your hands? If it doesn't seem dangerous immediately. As you touch the orb, you feel immediately drained. Mm. But as soon as you pull your hand back, you're okay. Uh, it takes a second, but it comes back to you. Uh, you your, your vitality returns. But you don't seem to be able to fully dissect what it can do. Because unless you want to bear handling it for a moment. I want to pick it up. Because he's just going to put it right back down in my hands, right? What do you mean? Uh, well, he puts it, it back in a pile of it. cloth, I imagine. Yeah. You're not... I picked up the cloth. Yeah, you're not touching mm -hmm. the ball. You want to you grab the ball? Yeah. So, amused by the fact that he touched it and appeared to be unpleasant. <laughs> he didn't like it. I thought it was kind of funny. Try to grab the ball. And uh, you pick it up and pull it out of, out of the sackcloth. With this no is not the first time I've done something like this. With no problem whatsoever. You can feel yeah. its power coursing into you, and it now glows throughout the room. It didn't do anything weird, and not I'm just going to put it right back in the cloth. What happened to Baylor? I'm going to take it again. You immediately <laughs> feel this fatigue back to your body. Jeez. It's like, it's not overwhelming, it's just you definitely feel it drain you. You are weaker just for touching this thing. Do you want to continue trying to assess it? Are you going to power through? Yes. He's As very you, interested. Any evil creature bearing this orb is subject to continuous negative levels, uh, which are immediately restored as soon as you just put the thing down. But the holy energy contained in this orb will not suffer the heathen. You can't use this unless you want to constantly have a negative level. But you are positive that this magic that can be in invoked from it, it can only be unlocked by a being of good. A good aligned creature. Uh, I'm going to focus oh, for a I'm couple worried. seconds. Okay. And this orb now believes I am good. What? <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> One of the uses so, of use magic device is to emulate you, an alignment. As you hold it, you exert your will on this thing, and you unlock it some. You feel like you could use its magic. You could use its consecration, its searing light, but it is still draining you. You are also positive it has additional power... It seems like it is part of a set. And if paired with something else, its magic would be dramatically enhanced. So you can, with that use magic device ch check, you can use it, but it's still going to give you a negative level as long as you have it in your possession. 
Oh, it's not it's not stacking as he's holding on to it. No, it's it doesn't just... continually increase. I thought eventually it would kill until him. Until he falls over and dies. No. If it's it's physically painful to hold, and if it's in your possession, you have a permanent negative level that cannot be removed or overcome in any way other than not having it anymore. It says that. Wow. It says in any way. Wow. That is That's interesting. Give it back. <laughs> Painfully give it back. Shake your hands off a little bit. Didn't feel good. Not a fan. The smaller bottle also not actually a potion. So it is, a, it is also a spellcraft check to identify. All the funniest things I've ever read in my life. I love that this exists. Stop. That was another 42. What was that? Uh, 42. A 42? Yes. An uh, another? Another a second, 42. A second 42? Okay. Yes. So back to back 42s. Universe and everything. <laughs> so you are able to identify this This uh, small bottle is not a potion and drinking it will be bad because this is ointment and it's definitely not meant to be ingested. But it is Are you one... telling me I can't rub it on my insides? I mean, you might die, but you can. <laughs> you, uh, this mixture is a powerful alchemical concoction that has also had raw magic cast into it on top of that. And if you were to rub this over your body, there's only about one, it's only one dose. You would be able to fly for nine hours. <laughs> Yeah. Huh. That's the way it's supposed to be used, though, to grant flight? Yep. That is the only thing. It is flying ointments. You rub it on your body, flying and then you can fly. Ointment. Flying ointment. It's called flying ointment. It gives you overland flight for nine hours. Bean is one of the few people who doesn't know how to fly. I would like that. And it's overland flight, which means you can... It's meant for long-term flying. Uh, and it's the Caster level 9, so it will give you plus 4 to your fly checks. And you can... It's fly speed 40, but you can also hustle, which is over long distances continually double move without being tired. It's... It's... You could levitate above a fight and sing down upon us <laughs> and just be out of the combat. Well, the check to stay and fly in place is actually kind of hard. It's DC hard. 15. It's not super hard. So this gives you a plus four, so it'd be DC 11. Uh, if you're not trained in flight at all, that could be... You gotta roll an 11. You got Impossible, a 50 50. 50-50. Either fly or you don't. Well, this I... is less... If this you is... fail a flight check, you just hit the ground. No matter uh, what height. You fall. You start dropping. Yeah, you're not going to like fall and face plant, but you will start falling. If you're like 10 feet above the ground, you'll just fall and land on the ground. If you're it's higher like 60 than feet that, per round. Yeah, it's, it's pretty... It's, it's slow enough that it doesn't do damage to you, I'm pretty sure. You just land. Unless Maybe. it was... If you get hit, you have to make a DC 20 flight check, and if you fail, you fall. Just have me rub it on my body and I'll Flying be able to Flying is difficult. It's not, it's, it's challenging <laughs> You're to like do a it, balloon. If we put flight on you, you would just fly. I'd, I'd be a lead balloon. Yeah, we'd never see you again. It'd be over. Anywho, 
now the thing one and thing two have been played with. I think it's time to open the door. Yeah. We got a job to do. Alrighty. And uh, everyone backs away from the spooky door. You reveal bedroom. Uh, again, fairly simply furnished. And it you're hit with a wall of a smell of incense when this door opens. Uh, some of it's still burning on the bedside table. And next to that, a pretty powerful smell of decay. It's like someone sprayed Febreze on a dead body. It doesn't make it smell less like a dead body. It just smells like dead body and also Febreze. <laughs> so, next to the bed, uh, in the far corner of the room, furthest from the door, is what looks pretty plainly like a body wrapped up in sheets just kind of left there the desk near the door right inside has a spread of writing implements and one and some stationery and one thing that stands out from the rest a massive tome bound in dark leather that sounds I'm like an evil grimoire if I've ever heard of one. As you guys move step into the room. To the corner here, this other cat tries to hide behind the trunk and gets real upset and hissy that people keep coming closer and this cat's just trying to not be near you anymore. Yeah, keep your eyes on the cats. I don't I'm not crazy about cats. I'm gonna say back close the door and come here and check this out. I wanna look at the book. You can check the body if you could. I suppose I will go check the body. So as you move over and go to unroll the body, it is desiccated, almost mummified and dried by days, months of just being left here in the heat untreated. It looks like it's been here for possibly years who knows and i guess the night hag just hasn't been bothered enough by it to remove it this is probably the night hag's actual incense for the room the well, other incense, is so the, incense burning that's so the that other people in the building can't smell the body nasty so inori is used to have to look at the book the there's no title only a demonic sigil inscribed on the cover. And the text appears to be written in a combination of, I believe, two languages you don't speak. Uh, do you speak infernal or abyssal? No, neither. Then it, it's... It would, since they're kind of mixed together, it would almost even be hard for you to identify what language... Uh, it's written in. You can definitely tell that it's evil, whatever it is. It actually reeks of evil. This is probably a spell book, though, right? Is my vibe. It is huge. Uh, there are some pictures, terrifyingly detailed and vivid drawings. Uh, as you flip through, surprisingly, of what appear to be great acts of heroics. And... Further in, equally vivid details of unspeakable, not PG-13 atrocities. 
Wow. Hey, uh, now, you hey. can still attempt to make a history or nobility check to kind of suss out what the book is, even without being able to read the languages, but it's going to be difficult. Um, history, does it need to be trained to do, do that? Yes. All knowledge does need to be trained. I have neither. Fair enough. So you have no idea. Uh, Bailey might want to come take a look at this, man. I'll come into the room. Creepy stuff, dude. I'll start taking a look at the book. You read, I assume, both of those languages? I do. You automatically succeed at the check. Looking through this, it's... interesting. It's not what it appears. This isn't a spell book. This is a history book. Mostly. Uh, it is a combination of recorded analogs of actual historical events and stories largely pertaining to the ruling lines of Taldor. Uh, the various bloodlines and the various sagas that the crown has passed through since Emperor Taldaris first settled the country. And it primarily... And you would, I, I am sure, know this, Baylor. Who? What is your knowledge history? Uh, history is fifteen. Yeah. Okay. This is definitely a thing that you would you would know. You would know that there have basically been six major bloodlines going back throughout the history of Taldor that have had the crown at a certain point. Obviously, the most recent being the Stavian, and the first being Taldaris. But before that. In between, scrolly, 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 scroll. I don't have them all memorized. I didn't memorize all six names. I'm sorry. Uh, there was. You only need four more. Yeah, that was the four. I don't know. There was. <laughs> it was first. It was the Aldaris, and then the Beldum dynasty, and Emperor Syricus, who theoretically your smuggler contact is named after, and then Daron Lear. And Genaris, leading finally to Stavian the first a few generations ago. But this is mixed. It's half a proper history book, half actual recordings of their deeds and what they're really known for, just snippets really. Teldaris obviously goes without explaining. Uh Darren Lear, the Archmagos, uh a grand wizard who Forwarded Arcane Study, Gennaris, the champion, the warlord who started the war with Kadira, who fought back and didn't go too great. But the other half of it is almost urban legends, stories, myths. Taldor's a very fiercely nationalistic country. Very proud of their heritage. They got a lot of stories going back centuries that they like to rely on of how cool Taldor used to be and has always been. And this almost seems to be more focused on that. Less the actual history, more the various cultural legends of the rulers throughout the ages and the origins of these stories. What parts of them were bedded in bits of truth as all great legends are 
and what parts of them were in great detail extended fantasy. It's a very strange book, and you have no idea why the Night Hag has this. So it's history, but folktale, and they tell you that which parts are fake and which parts aren't. Kind but of. it's very focused specifically. It's almost written as if it doesn't care if it's fake. Oh. Uh, as a gathering of all the greatest legends of Talden history. So it's a collection and then analysis of all of it and breaking down. Kind of like, a, like a search into the origins as to what there actually was and what spurred these and why and how they've developed as far as they have and their significance, if any. A weird book. It's very weird and also very weird that it's written in Abyssal and Infernal. <laughs> that is extra weird. Oh boy. As you skim through this, Baylor, you are just beyond understanding why this exists. It seems to you like it's not a spell book. It's definitely not a spell book, but it seems like it was prepared to be a focus of some kind. But for what who freaking knows? Hmm. Well, as interesting as this all is, it doesn't seem to help us at all. No, let's uh Let's put a pin in this and find the night egg. We want to take it? Well, I mean, if she allows us to rent it out, sure. I mean, I think maybe, who knows, we could use it as a trade sometime down in the, in the future. Or find out that somebody else is looking for it. And it might be better off not in their hands. I would like us to take this book, yes. I think it's a good idea. I don't know what it is, but I would prefer that they did not have it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't need somebody like the circle finding a book like this. Let's mm -hmm. not do that. No. I guess Check that just leaves the, the warehouse. Yeah. Down on the couch still doesn't care at all as you walk past the guy on the way out. It's mostly asleep at this point, curled up in the corner. The rest of the cat's very... Suspicious cat fans. I was going to say, if we kill the Nighthag, can we take the kitties? What's in the chest the cats are behind? Uh, in that would just be some various supplies and cutlery table settings. Oh, never mind then. They don't even look like they're, they would be worth the effort to haul out and sell. Virtually valueless. Uh, did, did the body get checked over? We got into the book. And... I checked the body. It looked very decomposed. Uh, it's it's pretty decomposed. It's very dry, nearly mummified just by the heat, the south in Taldor and through the summers. It's been there like doesn't a it, long time. It's, yeah, it's been there a while. It's not much you can glean from it. Uh, I would it over. keep a body in its bedroom. Just because that is a bedroom doesn't mean it's being used as one. Obviously, we didn't find her there. I mean. Yeah. 
Night Hag's definitely doing Night Hag stuff. Oh, Zenobius moves to the door. I'm gonna check the not double doors first. That one is also latched. The latch is on your side, though. And uh, to save me the trouble of deleting it and then putting it back, because you're just going to close it again, it is the door that leads back out of the storefront. Oh, never mind then. Unless you wanted to leave that open for reasons. No. Okay. Kind of what I figured. Like, I can delete that, but it's... Here. It's the storefront. <laughs> there you go. Thank I am happy. All right. All right. Arrange your Open up the doors. Because I'm assuming you don't want warrior and wizard at the door and Magus who wants to hit people with her sword all the way in the back. That's probably not what we're wanting. We good? I'm you, good. You arrange yourselves around, not sure what you're going to find here, just kind of bundling up around the door. <laughs> Stacked up. I like it. And Nell pushes the double door inward. And immediately behind, there is a massive flaming horse that strikes out at you. Mane and hooves blazing. The entirety of the inside of the warehouse covered in soot and smoke. It's difficult to see anything, but you can just make out in the back. The night hag all but dropping her human guise with long clawed fingers at a much more aged face. Roll me initiative. A flaming horse, man. Ugh. You never quite prepared for what you get run into. That's an angry sounding horse. Ever. Angry sounding Right. So, as the door opens, smoke billows forth from the flaming steed, and everybody in the doorway is blinded. Uh, so that's just Nell, actually. Nell is blinded. The rest of you see this wall of smoke come out, and uh, you can't see through it at all. But you can see the it passing right in front of you. And Nell needs to make me a fortitude save. Okie dokie. 27. As the smoke rushes out and fills your lungs, it burns, but you cough and steady yourself. And uh, other than the fact that you're completely blind, it's just warm and generally unpleasant. Alright. Baylor. You're up, Kena, you're on deck. Kena, if you want to make your intimidate, that's part of initiative. You want to try to intimidate the night hag or the flaming horse demon? Sure. The night too far away. Oh, it has to be the, the flaming horse demon. Too... Alright, sure. About that flaming horse. About that flaming horse. Knowledge planes. But, uh, that... you take the minus four because you don't share a language with it unless that doesn't apply to that thing. I don't know what language it speaks. I uh, speak. What language are you insulting? Yeah, it you, you have to choose a language for I'm gonna, I'm gonna insult it and... I don't know. I don't know Infernal, so probably nothing. So okay. just, just common. Take minus four. Common. Minus eight, because it's large. Uh, minus eight, because it's bigger than you, yep. 
so... Doesn't matter. <laughs> 19 minus 8 plus my Intimidate. Yeah, so, so, 39? 40, 39. So, 39. Okay, so... Yep, it is, uh... It is shaken. <laughs> I'll turn you into Infernal Glue. It is actually shaken. Yeah, <laughs> intimidate the flaming horse demon. Alright. And knowledge planes. Only a 25. A 25? This is clearly a demon of some kind, but you're not familiar with it. You get one question. Uh... I, I, I got the obvious stuff in my head because I'm pretty sure it's going to be <laughs> resistant to fire. Uh, special attacks it can do, maybe? It constantly billows this wall of smoke from in front of it. But it is in one direction. Uh, the direction it's facing and fighting, every round is going to be filled with this blinding, choking smoke, which is pretty likely to sicken people not named Nell Stalwart for much longer than this fight will possibly go on. All right. I'm going to call out to... I mean, I'll call out to stay out of its way. I don't think that's going to help anybody much. <laughs> Sometimes that's gonna go, but yeah. It, it instinctively say that, and then yeah, you only have to see it for a moment before all the smoke filled the doorway. Uh huh. Pull out a little bit of licorice, and everybody's gonna feel like time slowing down for them as they move faster. And that will surely be welcomed. Uh, you gonna do anything else? Stand your corner just outside the smoke. Yeah, just stand back in the corner. This is all this right. is it's where I support from. Dana and the Nori are on deck. Alright. So, start to my performance. Obviously. Of course. So, that starts. And seeing all this smoke um, and stuff in front of us, I'm actually. I don't know that there's much that I can do. Um... It turns six seconds. What do you do? Yep, no, I'm just. I'm just going to um, cast. Sure, why not? Intimidate worked. Let's just make the horse kill itself. Why not? This is... um, uh, you cannot see the horse. Oh, you I can't, can't see the horse. The uh, it's behind the wall of smoke. It's behind the wall of smoke. So I guess I'm just going to hold because I yeah, really okay. honestly can't do anything well, until we get in there. Well, you took an action, so you can't hold. Well, I'm just done then. My, okay. I, I sang. You We're good. Plus three. Uh, Inori. Let me go ahead and just, I can give a general purpose where the smoke is, because realistically, you can't be past this. Oh, wow. That's okay. just a solid wall of smoke. All right. Uh... I, I didn't change for the stream because we have all of the views put together, but Anori and Dara can't see any further than right in front of them, neither can Baylor and Kina. Nell can really only see where he is. I can see four squares. <laughs> you can technically just see one square, but I'm yeah. like going in and adding all that. Smoke starts seeping out of Ciaran. 
I run my finger up the blade in a flash and just ice appears this time as I give it icy burst instead and uh, it grow the sword grows in length as well granting keen um, and I am going to stick Siarn in the floor and begin to cast a spell okay uh, where is it? Empowered Mirror Shift. Alright, and you are going to throw up a ton of Inori clones. The D4 plus three images and then 50% more than that. Ooh. It's gonna be ten again. Ten. Yep, so ten... Anoris pop up around you. Eleven total now in your square as you just fan out into a herd here. And uh, you can hear over the burning and the smoke Estela call out. Not terribly surprised was you lot coming back. Kind of figured after your first visit you weren't exactly on Jarrett's team. Did you really want to die so badly though? And, uh, Nobius, unable to defend himself from the attacks of the horse coming out from the darkness, is wholly flat-footed. The horse does not appear to be affected by its own smoke and can see you perfectly fine as flaming hooves shoot past before the horse lunges all the way in to try to bite you as well. What is your flat-footed AC? 19. Alrighty. So the... 20, actually, because the amulet. Say 20. Alrighty, the first hoof will uh, come through and it will smash into you. And as you stumble from that, a second flaming hook, hoof just barely passes by. Uh, grazing across your breastplate. And then the horse, a flaming, almost looks like a skull, punches through the darkness, mouth wide open, terrifyingly massive, as it bites down onto your shoulder. So the first strike... deals 29 damage from the hoof. And then the... A part of that is fire, but I don't think that matters for you. Nope. And the bite deals 23, pure physical. Uh, the creature is a monstrosity and a powerful one at that. Almost taking you down. If that last hoof had landed, hoof had landed, surely you would have gone down. And it seems like it missed you through sheer luck more than anything else. Dara, now you're on deck. So I saw it for an instant, but it's massive, and I don't really need to be able to see it because I have so much trust in the instant I saw it, and so much trust in my bow. So I aim at where it was, know, it, know it's hitting Nell, and its body is large enough that I'm going to aim uh, where I saw it, I guess two squares east of where Nell is. Alright, it's gonna fire. It's a giant friggin' fire horse. 
You just yep. gotta fire into the room wildly. And yep. hasted. You get yeah. five shots. Yeah. Five shots into the room. Love that haste with the bard song. One more at minus seven. Minus five. Minus four. Uh, it's your top one, though. Because the haste one is the same as your, your best shot. Oh, it's my best shot. Oh. Yeah, the haste shot's your best shot. Uh, so it's the first okay, one. So it's cool. the first one. It's a minus two for epic shotting. Cool. Oh, well, yeah. So that'd be 33 then. Okay, so... Of those three shots into the darkness with the magic of Dignity's Barb and the fact that this horse is truly freaking gigantic, three of those bolts will land. Yeah, and the third one, I don't know if, if I should say this every time, but mostly the third one is going to get the AC. Oh. Oh, so if the third one is always ignoring AC, then that one will also land. We okay. will connect four bolts. Yeah, that's just how I'm going to do it unless I say otherwise. Okay, fair enough. That's fair. It makes sense. The um, one that's taking the minus 10 targets touch AC. Yeah. Four of your five bolts land. Okay, and then what was my number? It was eight. So yeah, none of those. I no. looked. None of them were okay. eights. Okay. No, that, that was yesterday. Oh, this is actually a new day. Yeah, you need to yeah. roll a new one. That's true. You waited. Roll <laughs> a new random crit day. That's true. This is why we, this is why we have this guy. <laughs> 13. 13. Was wow, it the last one 13? Uh-huh. Yeah. The last one was a 13, so the last shot was a, was a crit threatened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lucky okay, so that first first try here. Uh, 30, 36? Uh, 36 will confirm. So three hits and a crit firing randomly into the darkness. <laughs> okay. And then I guess I just fart. Well, for damage, so 14. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll just write this out. We have three hits and a crit, so seven damage rolls total, and then uh, 46. So 14, then 18, and then 19, and then 17, and then 20, and then 16, and then 18, and then you hit with four bolts total, so it's four d6s of sonic damage from her performance. <laughs> Eighteen sonic damage. And you are adding three now instead of two, right? Yeah. Okay. Alright. Uh Zenobius Nell here in the cloud, make me another fortitude save. We're still in the cloud and it did get another it did get another around. Nineteen. With a nineteen, you can't hold out in the mist here, and you are sickened. Conditions. All right. I don't have much of a choice. I can't see anything. I know where it was. Can I five foot step into the room or attempt to at least? Yes. As you five foot step forward. Up, forward and diagonal. Forward and diagonal into the smoke. You can just barely make out the burning glow of the creature in front of you. Still fighting. After the bazillion damage the Dara did. 
Can I technically see it? Uh, you can see it, yes. It's uh, basically, it's got concealment from you at this range. Fantastic. All right. Um, this thing hurts a lot. I'm going to scare it away. Okay. Or actually, I could just full defense and... I'm not blind anymore to this particular creature, correct? No, uh, it has, you have concealment. No, it has concealment from you, but you can see it, yes. So you're just gonna total defense instead? Yeah, just tank Please up. stop hitting me. All right, Baylor and Kenny are on deck as we come around to the second round. You can still hear the horse fighting and the burning of its mane and stomping of its hooves as the battle continues. And you still can't see much of anything. I'm going to guess I'm gonna cautiously start moving up because I know I could see Nell, but I don't know where he's at anymore. Yeah, you can't see him anymore. He's disappeared into the smoke. I'm gonna move up to where he was. And now you can see him again, uh, diagonally adjacent to you, and you step into the blinding smoke and make me a fortitude save. Come on. There it goes. I am second. Yeah, you are an old man. You cannot handle the burning smoke filling your lungs, and you are immediately sickened as you push into the cloud. But I can tell where Nell is now. Yes. I'm gonna... back off. Okay. You know where he is. And... Start casting a spell, and right in front of me, because I know he's not there. I'm going to blast out. Where is it? From the spell, the spell sheet difficulties. Oh, is it a the line of cold? A line of freezing cold shoots piercing through this smoke straight forward. You know it's not going to hit now. And the horse needs to make a reflex save. The horse does make a reflex save. So it is half, so 18 cold damage? Yes. I don't know if it's weak to cold, but it's a fire horse, so I figured cold was a good bet. <laughs> can't really see it to tell. So it's a it's it's a difficult it's a difficult one. Uh, is that it for you then? Yep, that's me. All right then, Kahina, and all right. on deck. Seeing everybody step up and Nell having like basically this coughing fit because of this, and then Baylor stepping up and doing the same thing, and it really hitting Baylor like full face and just hacking and he does not look well i'm just going to say okay well we need something to get over this and i change slightly my uh song that i'm giving everybody into this and weave that in with it there 
Okay. Um, now, Baylor so gets is... to redo his saving throw. At the end of it. At the end of, at the, the, end of it. At the end of the round. Yep. At the end of the round, okay. when someone comes back around to you again, he will get to make another save against the second. That is correct. Mm -hmm. uh, so everybody loses the plus three to attack and damage for a round. Oh, it's... It's just part of it. No, it's you... part of it. No, you're doing this instead, but you have lingering performance. Yeah, that's so why actually... this stacks. Yeah, so you do keep the plus three attack and exactly. damage because the inspired courage is still lingering even though you're doing something different. Every, huh, everything neat. I've taken stacks because yeah, I've I got just two never other songs. thought about that. Neat. And if I cast a spell, I don't lose a round of performance. Yep, so. that is correct. All right, uh, so you switch over to that, trying to help them with the coughing. You hear them choking in the smoke. And anything else? Uh, no. And not a whole lot you can do for me, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm kind of here. Nori, Nori, you're on deck. Is, is, uh, is visibility down because of, like, actual smoke? Like, yes. it's darkness that w is essentially... There's the a massive rolling wall of smoke, yes, uh, that is coming out from the flaming demon. That is completely obscuring vision in the doorway. Flaming demon. Okay. It is, it is a demon. It's categorically a demon. Okay. I'm... I'm going to do something different. I'm going to spell recall a spell that I don't really know. But I've read about it a few times. And uh, I'm going to cast it on Ciaran. Okay. The spell is called Daylight. Okay, so you're going to pull up the magic you don't have. And... As Daylight and Ciaran, as Ciaran begins to emanate this incredibly bright light, like the sun, uh, I mean, that illuminates a bit through the smoke right in front of you, but it doesn't help you see any further. Mm. Yeah, because it's not darkness, it's smoke. Well, still, I'm going to try to get into the room as best as I can with that, then. Okay. So if you move forward... You would see that Nell is uh, one east of you, and Baylor is southwest of you. You would also need to make me a fortitude save. All right. Fort. That you is second as well. Nineteen. Okay. Second. Right. Uh, cast. Ooh, I still got. Man, it's hard to see. <laughs> Doesn't help me at all. Damn. Weird. It's like it's hard to see. <laughs> I'll just keep moving forward. So you want to move I... like southeast next to Nell? Yeah. Is you that next to Nell? Move up to here. You're still in the smoke. I only have 20 foot of movement. Is that 20? That was 10. You've moved two oh. squares. It's kind of hard to tell. All right. It's uh... pretty hard to see anything. <laughs> also hasted right now. I've got the icon yeah, on me, but... Yeah, you have a speed. 
I know. Uh, nobody okay, can so I you can just keep moving southeast. I'm gonna keep moving southeast then. Okay, I can see now. You can see a massive smoldering body of a fallen horse demon. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. I'm gonna use the rest of my movement to. And as you emerge from the uh, smoke, you get a ready to action, a spell that Estela has just been holding on to, waiting. And a salvo of small purple-white bolts of energy fly forth from her hand as she finishes an incantation with a hiss. And you have a shield up, right? I do. It's finally, finally happening. It's finally Is it happening? happening? It's, it's finally, finally happening. The magic oh. missiles dissipate against the arcane field hovering in front of you. It finally happened. I can't believe it finally it happened. It deflected a magic <laughs> missile spell. Wow. We've had access to that since I got my hands on Coriana's blade, and it has never happened. It happened. Wow. Okay, it, just in shock. I just want to use the rest of my movement to get as close as I can to her. All right, well, you have, what, 30 extra you from haste? Yeah. 20, 20 25, 35, 10, 20. You can get to her. That's one move, actually. You're hasted. You break from the smoke and flash across the room into Estela's face as magic missiles just bounce off of your arcane force field. <laughs> awesome. And that's one move action. Haste is cool. Unfortunately, you're sickened from the smoke. Yes. But uh, you do have your standard to whack her. No, my standard was daylight on the sword. Oh, dang it. Well, you're in her yeah. face now. So there's at least that going for us. And as Inori could see briefly before anybody else, and the smoke fades, now the rest of you can see the... Nightmare has in fact fallen. Oh, I deleted the back door. Uh, the nightmare <laughs> has in fact fallen. And over the smoldering corpse of this horse, in just seconds, the smoke dissipates, leaving the three of you still second for now. But Inori up in the face of this night hag, now turning with wicked pointed teeth and sharp claws ready to engage in this fight. Zadim, Dara. You're up and now you're on deck. Would you like okay. to erase the night hag from history? Yes, I would. I would love to. I would. That would be awesome. <laughs> I'm going to five foot step, and that that is exactly what I'm going to do, actually. Uh, let's see. Here. She's got soft cover from. Well, Nori, did you want to rush to here or here? I mean, because I just kind of put you there. Where did you want? It doesn't actually super matter. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Um, at and all. then one more. There's a very large body between A and that B. Was, yeah, that was four. One more. There's a massive mound. I guess it's cover regardless. And then the third has. I see. And the so third. 24, 36, 27, 12, and 31. Oops, wrong button. That's how many hit, though. Three of them. Uh, the one that you target to touch AC with your signature deed is you focus hard in hard on the third shot. And your haste shot and second shot both land. 36, 31, and 27 on touch. We'll all hit. Okay. And then... One. Two. Takes 20. 
How are you doing? It's an eight, yes. an eight, and a seven on three d eight. And with that salvo, you nearly drop Estela in a single flurry. And you still have three. Oh no! And you I'm have too far no, away. she's too far away. Uh, but you do have Nell and Bill. Are you on deck? Oh, I'm gonna run my happy little ass all the way behind the night hag. And well, she's definitely going to take a swipe at you with her claws as you run by. Yeah. And uh, by claws, I mean bite. Wow, she has a bite attack. Just kidding. Her jaw is gonna distend outwards. Needle That's not creepy at all. Teeth reaching towards you as your form almost distorts. What's your AC as you run? Yeah. What's your AC as you run by? Oh no. Twenty three. What was that face? And she has to re-roll if she crit me. She is gonna. Okay, she's gonna re-roll. <laughs> she definitely crit you. All right. Through inexplicable luck, dashing directly into her jaws <laughs> again. She doesn't crit you, but she does give you a solid bite. And. Hmm. Roll 20, I appreciate the stuff that you do, but I wish you'd try a little harder with putting these things in, because this is wrong. Uh, you take 16 damage. Not enough. You are still up, and you need to make me a fortitude save. Oh, I can do the thing. You are 25. like the Greek god of fortitude saves, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and you feel this evil tinge almost is burning rot shoot into you from her bite not so much a poison but just an overwhelming power but it is no pure magic it has to affect your body just like any other disease and not today says Nell got a 42 stalwart <laughs> and he has reached the back still standing only barely as her teeth pierce through his breastplate so Stumbling into position, I lean back against the wall, looking her dead into the eyes and say, even your best and your horse's best couldn't take me down. You're finished. We are going to intimidate the hell out of her with a 31. Isn't that intimidating? <laughs> Whoa. Not oh, at all. They're wisdom based. That's... She's got a real, yeah. real, real big wisdom. She's wisdom-based and has the advanced template. She has very big wisdom. Wow. She is not afraid. And, uh... Oh, it's actually exactly enough to just barely shake her. I'm wrong. She is shaken. I would uh, be very afraid if a 31 she, wouldn't at least put shaken on somebody. She barely shakes her, but it actually does. And she starts to weave some kind of a magic now in a demonic language as her body starts to begin to fade. Baylor. I'm going to run into the room. With your nice little hasty speed, just kind of running over some boxes here. Or, of course, course, your choice. <laughs> and as I'm moving gonna pull out little bone <laughs> and I know I know she's got spell resistance we came over this before so I'm gonna mm -hmm. try to see myself getting through that 
Are we gonna Cast blow up the... her bones? I'm gonna try. Shake the cage, man. I'm gonna do the thing. So you pull out your bone shatter. You focus in, you cast, make me a spell resistance check. Oh. Do better. That's a four He prepared for this. It's okay, he saw that. That's why he saw a different eventuality where it wasn't that terrible. That 31. one, where it's an 18 That's on the fun. die and a 31. Your spell pierces through. What save does she need to make? Oh, she's actually not shaking at all. Oh, I was right the first time. I am very concerned. A DC 20 fortitude save. Oh, wait, I click, clicked the wrong one. Yeah, that was like, bone. That seems really low. I, I clicked bone shaker instead of bone shatter. She... <laughs> They're very similar spells. Oh, for the DC 22. And as she does this incantation, the spell you can identify as etherealness and begins to vanish from a plane that you can detect. Her bones frickin' explode. <laughs> Baylor, what happens? <laughs> what do you do? I see one reality <laughs> where she escapes, and I see the other where she explodes. There's just pieces of bone sticking through her arms. As she just breaks apart from the inside. Oh. You, 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 she starts going ethereal, and you can see the bones as they break before <laughs> her body comes back. Oh, you're she savage. Her etherealness gives you a brief X-ray insight into her it's like a Mortal Kombat X-ray. shattering yeah. skeleton as she just airs spell at a rock that it went with a, a heinous shriek falls to the ground almost in just a before she can disappear from the encounter. I'm gonna look kind of back at Baylor, almost like, what, dude? I'm gonna sit down and just kind of lay there. Nell's that was a little intense. Over. Nell, uh... So, at, at what point did the horse die? Yeah, I didn't know. It was your dragon, ref. All me. <laughs> it was all It was actually all you. It was. Double all, all me. The... Double I am the Inori. <laughs> um, Dara put it to 11. With his salvo and then your dragon's breath, it made the save. It didn't matter. Your dragon's breath put it down. It wasn't cold vulnerable, but it didn't matter. It's actually in no way resistant to fire. It takes fall. There has no resistance. What? what? Things don't set, always make sense. Set the on fire horse more on fire and kill it. But your dragon's breath killed it, and then your bone shatter killed Estella. I know. I was surprised when I moved. And I was like, horse is dead, All right? <laughs> hmm. I actually. And this was the nice subtlety I get to do with cool sirenscape. I turned the whinnying yep. sounds off yeah. after the. Oh, oh that's so subtle! Thing. I didn't even catch it. That's awesome. Only because like that noise frustrates me so much that when it stopped, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, thank God!" <laughs> Brent, it's Brent's entire life. Brent, a horse expert over here. Well, yeah, I, I was so I, distressed. I was like, "Oh God, we have to do something about that." I horse. turned <laughs> off the whinnying noise after the dragon's breath. No one could see that it was dead, but I turned that off. And it was just a smoldering fire. I don't even and think it's... I did damage in that fight. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, only... I took all the damage. The horse only got to go once, and it almost one-rounded Nell, but it literally whiffed by one. I, it needed, I, like, I, it needed threes. 
And it got a two on one of its attacks. I got so upset because my I was waiting for my next turn. I was like, cool, I'm gonna reach out, I'll tag Nell, and then he can go in and do the thing. And Nell's like, I'm gonna move, and I'm like, I can't properly okay. defend myself from something I can't see. Yeah, True. but you know, with this if you room, run away from your heel bot, your heel bot with the uh, with the horse still dead, the this warehouse is lined with shelves and crates, and uh, there is a space where two large metal pipes. Uh, are still bolted on square frames to the ground in the back, but they're no longer attached to anything. And the whole room is covered in a, nearly a half inch of thick charcoal soot on every surface. Searching this room for literally anything is going to take you half a day. Oh, well, conveniently, we have all night. Somebody go and lock that door back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you head back over and uh, relatch the door uh, just to make sure. Is the horse still smoldering? The horse should is still him... smoldering. We should probably put that out. <laughs> you don't seem to be able to. Oh. It's, a, it's a small, as the corpse lays for uh, the next minute or two, the, the fires die down to just almost uh, an ember across the where its mane would be and around its hooves. Uh, still warm, hot, even if you won't even touch it, you get your hand near it and still feel hot like a fire, but no longer outputting a continual flame. Hmm. Searching this room is going to take you all night, but as they pointed out, you have all night. <laughs> you dealt with the night hag and her strange nightmare. And in addition, that gives you plenty of time to search the rest of the back of the tea shop. So, for two weeks in a row now, you get to end on a pretty neat note. Mm-hmm. A pretty neat note. I'm not dead. Nell didn't die. Your heart Mostly. didn't explode. Uh, and yet. after probably like six charges from the wand, you'll be good to go to some, probably five, five mediums, I imagine. You'll well, be I mean, I also sleep. get to sleep. Digging through, yeah, it's only 11 health though. Digging through the soot covered warehouse over the rest of the evening, and I imagine some time in the morning, because it takes you a full six hours to really find anything. Like, how committed to you are, digging, are you digging through this warehouse? Because looking through the shelves, uh, looking through more of the shelves outside in the apartment, you're going to find something very interesting to you that you may not care a whole lot about digging through the soot covered uh, chambers. I am determined after dealing you with this. You're spending a good part of your morning doing this as well, well. He can do that. I'll look around other places. Yeah, so five charges from the wand. I'll sleep the rest off. You don't even need five charges from the wand. Don't waste them. I'll just smack you on the head. So use their actual yep. healing. Five casts of healing. Shut up. I'm not using the wand. Here's my We're magic. Not using the wand. Here's some real Lay healing. Down. He tends to your wounds much more quickly. But yeah. looking through, and you awaken in the morning, and like as, as Nell is determined and finishes up his search the other half of the warehouse the first three hours or so in the morning after everyone's prepared, he would eventually turn up a few valuable things. Uh, a couple of champagne flutes carved from an ironically smoky quartz 
that had that kind of design and uh, almost billowing black veins inside it before it was covered in soot. It seemed like they're probably worth about 100 gold apiece. Three golden bowls etched with the falcon iconography of Zemar, 300 gold each. A rose gold censer. A lot of really ironic stuff in here. <laughs> Covered in smoke and soot. And still lined with a tarry residue of lavender oil. Worth about 400 gold. An old oil painting. Fortunately covered. So once you get the cover off of it, the painting itself is untouched of the late Grand Prince Davian II. I want to appraise it with artistry. Go for it. 27. And between those three things, I'll just give you the total. 3,100 gold. Uh, half, a full half of which is that portrait of just valuables. Those, the jeweled champagne flutes, the bowls, the portraits. And two final things you may be interested in. Uh, one is a music box. But the music box is carved from dark wood, and when opened, winds itself uh, with a permanency to simple cantrip. That's neat. It plays uh, one of the hymns of Abadar uh, with a swirling golden symbol of a set of scales with keys carved on either side. Uh, this box would easily be worth three grand alone to a collector. And finally, I need a spellcraft check because there is at least one magical thing in here. Can I have one today, Baylor? You could try. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> wow. Nerds. Is there anything on the night hag or was she just... Nothing. <laughs> just 23... Would you feel better or worse if I tell you that's one off? Worse. Oh, you still, uh, uh, you wouldn't find this till you weren't second anymore. So that'd be a 25. Oh, okay, good. I can take You're second good. You're good. Yeah, the All second right. would last like five minutes or so. You would find a tiny lacquered box made from a mixture of exotic and very colorful wool woods containing five vials, a single dropper. Files are labeled glass, iron, paper, stone, and wood. And as you pull through the transmutation aura, powerful magic across these five vials, it's a, it's an interesting little thing. Each of these vials will be able to use five times. So you got 25 total uses in here, but if you took this dropper, dropped whatever this liquid in each vial is on an object, the object will turn into the labeled material. Instance, How much of the object? All of it. Up to 10 cubic feet. You can't transform an entire building, but... Oh, it's like, like a castle, or...? No. <laughs> Up to, like, 10 okay. cubic feet. So, like, the whole thing. Unless it's, like, you could... Not, like, an entire carriage, but, like, a whole locked door. You suddenly Turn into paper. paper. <laughs> Your door is paper! I was gonna say... I was gonna say... <laughs> this is an interesting way to hide a body. A body? Or to get rid of a body. Is suddenly glass. 
oh my. shattered into fragments. Or turned into paper or wood and burned. What about like a living creature? It has to be objects. Objects, okay. And uh, you can if turn you... a living creature into an object. A corpse is an object. So <laughs> okay. But uh, it has to be objects. Can't be used on any sort of living creature. If you try to use this in combat, um, it's a standard action that provokes an attack of opportunity, and the attack of opportunity can freely just be to slap the dropper away. Yeah, because you're trying to hit somebody with a dropper. Stand still, will <laughs> you? Yeah, idiot! Let me put this on your sword! Yeah, it's not really, it doesn't work, it's not really a viable combat thing. Uh, but, uh, sword gun. <laughs> has to be applied via the dropper. Uh, like there are waters of transfiguration for ease of you just putting that on a sheet somewhere. But the one other thing you would find that you would be very interested in is on the shelf next to the orb and the ointment. It was not magical, and it's just in there amongst the various books and light reading. But what appeared to be several unmarked either books or journals are in fact ledgers, meticulously maintained ledgers on behalf of Mylan Jareth. These ledgers spell out uh, how he paid in either coin, favors, or magical items the night hags to use uh, or use their magic to deliver instructions or further payments to Max Pytherius's assorted false flag operations on outlying Talden settlements framing the Kadirans. We got him. Right there. That's a that's a that's some good stuff. That's some pretty solid evidence. Yeah. You want that's to very contact Zalar. Sounds like a plan. I've got the wand. So after a ten minute ritual, you prepare your magic as you have so many times before. With the wand, because why use my own magic when I could use somebody else's magic that they gave me for free? You are able to send a brief message to the spy master. Back in a, uh, uh, well, nearby, actually. She's around Panamona. She's not all the way out in Apara. She didn't just ditch you here. You say. Found ledger containing evidence of Pytherius's connections to the false attacks. This is unbelievable. Fantastic, in fact. Where did you find such a thing? Can't reply immediately, but... Uh, yeah, take ten another ten minutes. minutes. You can... She's another casting of the spell, knowing that she is very fervently waiting for another uh -huh. sending to come through. Coven of Night Hags under Jareth's leadership. The reply. Ah. The Night Hags may not be our most reliable witnesses. Still, this is excellent. Continue. This is very solid, but fortunately due to its origin 
not singly damning. But you are getting very close. We're building a collection here. You are building a very, very strong case against Pytherius, and it really will not take much more. Uh, if you found something else in this vein, certainly that would be enough. Uh, between Tayamalon and the her dagger, and this, this is progress. And uh, Miss Jade's is going to be very happy that you have done her job, and by happy I mean she's not going to kill Nell. So. Yeah.